Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. Well, happy Valentine's Day, bitch. Yeah, today is February 16th, 2019. We're going to drink some beers, read some comics, but most importantly, we're going to have some fun. late night isn't it it's a cozy late night edition of craft comics things are gonna get sexy today oh they're gonna get sexy we got the candle burning in the background yep we've got uh one hell of a bargain bin a pretty a pretty great bargain bin so good we've saved it for last uh we got a kitty cat lane behind us yep it's gonna be a good this is gonna be a good around this mic yeah true friendship hand hand in hand hand in hand and beer uh this is craft comics a weekly comic book podcast where uh we put poison into our bodies in the form of beer yep. talk about it and also talk about the poison that we put in our minds yes. which is modern day comic books and also spout off poison to each other which are our opinions of the comic we books. get toxic baby that's oh, the way yeah. that's the way that's the way we live um before we dive into any of that, though, I always check in on my good pal Dan McHugh. Oh. How, how have you been doing, bud? Oh, you're a gem. I've been doing. I've been doing great. I we just finished. Uh, me and my wonderful wife Crystal just finished. Wife. The, yeah, yeah. Still, still, still like that title. Yeah, you know, it always throws me for a loop. But yeah. Still good. Um, but yeah, we just finished the Punisher. Season two. Season two. Yes. On Netflix unfortunately probably will be canceled yeah, has soon, not yet soon, been canceled netflix is soon to be canceled yeah. hit <laughs> hit series the punisher season two yeah yeah but yeah it was good i i heard it kind of like took a shit like three quarters of the way through and was not that good like it wasn't super well received i guess yeah. the first season wasn't either though and i loved it and yeah i really liked this season too it was really good i will be sad to see that show go but it did end on a high note i think like everything resolved very well and it had a it had a surprisingly sweet ending. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, what you been up to? I have been doing just more more video games, more yeah. more po- you know editing the podcast. Not really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we we like struggle we struggle bust pretty hard getting this thing on iTunes. Dan True. made some fucking god awful clip art art. Uh, got immediately rejected by <laughs> itunes for obvious reasons yeah it, you, i remember you being like it can't be the art man it can't be the art and then we went and looked at it and it was like no yeah it was the yeah art. <laughs> so the weird thing about it was like every time i tried to upload a picture it wouldn't even let me submit it for submission because of how like trash the art was right it's so, like this isn't even close to even... the size specifications <laughs> that we asked you for what the fuck are you doing i just like the idea that somebody in apple like just like was like oh i guess this image is a- oh my god <laughs> That's off. No, rejected. But the reason I didn't think it was the art is because this time it actually took my submission. Yeah. And it took them a full day to review it and decide that the art was still too shit just, to allow on their platform. It's just too bad. We're not going to let this gum up, uh, gum up the works. But we made it, baby. We made it. Surfing f- fucking live yep. to you. Coming to you live on these hot... On these iTunes airwaves. Yeah, these hot broadcast airwaves. I think it's actually all internet. Yeah, it it's, is. There's it's no, not, there's there's no not airwaves. real airwaves. We probably need a license internet for Internet waves. Yeah. Um, but, Shout out to uh, Adam Rosted for helping us get it down there because uh, he, he created the art that we eventually used because I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Adam. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for your constant help in 
like troubleshooting all this audio shit. We couldn't have done this without you. True. We couldn't have made it to where we are. Zero <laughs> subscribers on the <laughs> iTunes store. Thank you. Hey, there's one subscriber. It's me. It's me. <laughs> oh, there's two then. Two subscribers. Hell right, yeah, all right, man. All, all right. right. Okay. Um, Living large. Yeah, so I guess we can dive in. Uh, every the kind of the format of the show every single week. Uh, Dan buys beers. I buy comic books, uh, and we go with the beers first, right? So you yeah. want to you want to take us through the beer that we have this week? Yeah. So this week we have a popular item with a lot of people. I honestly haven't had this beer in forever, so I don't know if I actually like it or not. But a lot of other people do. Bell's Hop Slam. It's like. The reason that I am a little, like, preemptively lukewarm on this beer is because it, I feel like it's one of those beers where it's exclusive just for the sake of exclusivity. Yeah. You know, like, there are no special ingredients in this beer or anything that, like, necessitated being a seasonal beer. It's just, like, one of those things, like, oh, it's coming out now. We gotta go get it before it yeah. runs out. Yeah, ar- the artificial, um, artificial scarcity. Hype. Yeah, artificial scarcity just to kind of drive up demand. is so- That's yeah. always something I'm a little skeptical of. Uh, it reminds me... I, I've I've heard nothing about this beer, so I didn't even know this right, thing. I didn't right. know this thing existed until you told me about it today. But it reminds me of that zombie zombie dust. dust yep. Yeah, where just it's just say. like, oh, we only make some of these. Better buy them while they're out, and then you drink them, and you're like, oh, okay. And they're all crazy hopped and yep. super alcoholic. It's like, all right, well, okay. But right. and as I don't know, if you listen to our first few episodes, we probably trash talked IPAs a bunch, like we do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are our reservations. But I do kind of like double IPAs. Though. I do too. Like as if you, if it has to be an IPA, I like them either make it a double. Yeah, make it a double, <laughs> or like make it hazy because I'm not sick of that make style it a yet. Hazy IPA or milkshake IPA because I'm not sick of that either. I well, think I'm a, getting sick of that one. It's though. a mil- it's a hazy milkshake, right? That's what they call them. Well, there's like there's hazy IPAs and then there's milkshake IPAs. Dan, I'm done listening yeah, to you talk. I'm gonna open up this That's beer. not what we're talking about. We're talking about double IPAs. Dan, what can Pop you tell? Slam. Tell us about a double. I- what makes it a double IPA? Do they just is it double the volume? Is it double the double the hops? Double the liquid? Double what is it? Double. It's like kind of a misnomer, but like you can think of it as like doubling the malt which in turn doubles the alcohol percentage and is this a true double um like like so like this is a 10 percent. i would say so it's like, like it's a, a, good double? a normal okay. like i mean in terms of alcohol percentage i think because like what a normal ipa is like around five five and a half percent right yeah i feel like it, i feel like they can vary though right like um yeah that's true you can get like a fucking ipa that's like nine percent sometimes i feel like Really? That's that why? isn't a double IPA? I don't know. Maybe I'm just... I, I think maybe I'm making this up. In my experience, anything over, like, uh, 7% is usually a double IPA. Damn, this looks like a Miller Lite. Yeah, the color is pretty... Uh, it's like It's got a little bit of a amber hue to it, but not much. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a little darker than that. But... Okay, but just a little bit of reference. Why Dan and I like to trash talk IPAs is yeah. because um, they kind of are just sometimes they can just be hot bombs in the sake of hot bombs and and you can't there's no discernible you need you need malt and hops yeah they need to be perfectly balanced perfectly balanced as all things should be that's all i wanted to do i wanted to slip into thanos i've been loving that meme (laughs) i love that meme. yeah it doesn't really get old no um and also the market is totally oversaturated with ipas Mm. which is the main reason why i don't like them and also it's just like everyone's first Every, whenever anyone has an IPA, that's when they start getting, like, snooty about beer. It's like, oh, this, this is great, but have you tried this thing with, like, a billion hops that's, like, incredibly bitter and most people don't like? Except that everyone did grow to like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dan? 
What do you think of this beer, This Jerry? is pretty fucking good. Yeah, I, I haven't even taken a sip yet. Like it's not said. even like, it's not knock my socks off good, but like, as far as like, if I were to get mm. pull a double IPA, this is, this would be me, this would be my go-to, I think. Yeah, that's very good. It's really tasty. It's not overly bitter, it's, actually. It's, it's it is perfectly balanced, balanced as all things, as all should, things be. should be. It did say that on the can, too, but did I didn't say those believe words? it. Just because, I don't know, when you call a beer Hop Slam, but yeah, this is actually not I don't think it's that crazy hoppy. No, it is, no, no, not at all. I mean, if it, I'm sure it is crazy hoppy in the IBU ratio. I think what it is, yeah, is it's very malty and sweet, but right. then it, that that sweetness is tempered and cut, definitely leaning more towards the hop, yeah. than the malt, but, but not it, by much. But not by much. It's fucking good. Yeah, this is really good. Actually, I'm I'm impressed. I hate myself. <laughs> I hate myself for liking. Jared this. likes an IPA. Disgusting. Again. What is it? 2010. Shoot. Yeah, this is excellent. This I, is dangerous because it actually, like, it's so much like a regular IP that I'm going to, like, slam this. Yeah. And be in some trouble later on. Yeah. So, uh, by the time we get to talking about our our time traveler IE. Oh, man. It's going to, we're going to be saucy. Oh, yeah. Saucy like that book is saucy. Speaking of books, let's move on to the reviews. But before I do that, spoiler warning. This is a review show. We're going to talk about these comic books and we're going to spoil them. Not on purpose. It's just kind of happened because that's kind of the way... Things go, when you talk about things, you just, you know what I mean? You reveal certain things that happen in those things. Yep. It's just it's just part of the discussion. So just exercise some caution if you care about these comic books. If you're like, hey, I'm going to read that. Maybe just, uh, just read don't... Read it first. Yeah, read it first. And then uh, yeah, stop it here. Click that pause button. Yeah. Smash that. Smash that pause button. Smash it. And uh, <laughs> smash it. Smash it. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> uh, smash that pause button and come back when you're done. Um, and then you can join in the discussion with us. We probably won't engage with you very much because... You don't exist. You don't exist <laughs> as, an, right as our as our imaginary uh, listener. I am trying to blow up our but list I don't of comic know, books. Maybe I don't know how podcasts work, but like maybe there's like a comment section on one of the things. I hope so. <laughs> I hope we just get the most asinine comments too. Oh, that would be great. Just us being like, oh, by our one follower on Pod. Yeah, and he he hates <laughs> us. The fuck that I don't know. Is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, we can talk about comic books now. All right, it's time. It's time. Uh, banter is out of the way. I know you came here for it, and there'll be plenty more of it, but we should really get down to business. Stop begging. There'll be more banter later. If you're lucky. Marvel Comics. We're going to start with Marvel Comics this week. Uh, We have a couple number ones for Marvel, so we usually start with the number ones first. Not always. I don't know. We have Age of X-Men, X-Gen, number one, uh, written by Ed Brisson, with art by Marcus Toe, and colors by Jason Keith. I can kind of take the lead on this one, I think. Yes, because I don't know shit about X-Men. I don't, I mean, I don't either, but that's fine. Uh, this, you know more than me. I, I suppose. You're supposed yeah. to be a yes man, Dan. Yes. Yes, and... Thank you. Yes, and Age of X-Men, X-Gen number one. I'll take the lead <laughs> on this. Uh, we have, this is kind of like a weird alternate dimension thing. This is similar to the book that we talked about last week. Yep. Um, in this kind of like paradise city... Where the but grass... is it a paradise? Yeah, or... yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Because or is it a dystopia? It's a dystopia, uh, where there's no more. There are no more humans, right? Everybody, everybody left is mutants. Yep. And um, it's like a perfect society. Everybody is in school, learning how to be cool mutants. Yep. Doing civic stuff. X Men are teaching stuff. Yep. Um, and we some th- of them are dead. Some of them aren't. Some of them are dead. Some of them are not. And this is, I think this is like a, a riff on the X, Generation X. What's that? So it's a series of comics, um, kind of like 
kind of like a spinoff of X-Men where it's like the next generation. It's like younger X-Men that are growing up kind okay. of thing. Um, so I think that's what this is riffing on. And so we follow a group of um, characters who I haven't actually, I have never seen any of these before. I think they're right? all new, right? Yeah, I think these are, are. I think the only recurring characters are the ones that they like kind of make a big deal about like, oh, this person is older, The older then, X-Men. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we follow a group of like high school students um, that are just sort of in training to be like future, I don't know, like ex cops, I guess. Um, Not all of them though. I liked in this where they kind of well, split they're just up in, the they're mutants. just in school, right? So they're, they're in school, but they're assigned to disciplines. Yeah. So some of them are in like I think they called it like civics management or something like that. Yeah. And that's the actual superhero shit. And then everyone else in the novel was like assigned to agriculture, and they're like, "This is boring." Yeah, yeah and they're they're kind of like. Um, this is going to be your job, right? So, mm-hmm. like, they're going to, they're kind of like assigning you roles and positions and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, it's following a group of these young kids who are, uh, you know, they're in school together, they're friends. Um, there's one guy who's like a jelly blob. I love who's like blob. a He's His like name a skeleton. Is blob Herman. <laughs> he's got, he's what like a, a skeleton name. with like creepy little eye things. So, it follows them, um, just kind of getting into wacky kid stuff. Uh, they stay late at school one day and. Uh, happen across a fire and when they run to the fire um, they discover some people that already need to help and when they move in to help there's a big fat guy who is actually interrogating a student I'm pretty sure he's got him he's not just a big fat guy Jerry he's the blob he's the blob okay so he's the blob is holding down a student but not the glob who he's damn, let me explain guy. this goddamn comic <laughs> he's holding down a kid and he's basically saying shit like oh my god this is the fucking second time we found you we're gonna have to wipe your mind again uh you know what happens to kids who get their minds wiped a third time i hope you learn your lesson this time i don't know how they're supposed to learn their lesson if they get their minds wiped that's a great question you know what i mean yeah. um and so uh, one of the girls is is like, oh, this is kind of fucked up, right? And then the other girl is like, no, we just have to do what we're told. She runs into a fellow student who is basically kind of like, I'm sorry, everything that you know is a lie. We have to get out of here. Yep. Uh, she runs, is like clearly bothered by this, runs to the pink blob guy, and then he... Lights his ha- arm on fire. He lights his like, hand on fire, and is, I think he's going to like pop her head. He... Uh, but no, I think it's a part of because uh, he says this is the only way, the only way I can show you the truth. So yeah. I, th- I don't think he's gonna kill her or anything. Crazy. It's pretty fucking ominous though, because if you look at the cover for the next yeah. one, it's a bunch of their bodies and their heads are popped. Oh shit! And he's you're standing right. over them. So I don't know if he's like if he's like freeing their minds and how you free their minds is by squashing their heads, exploding them. Yeah, freeing their heads from their skull, their yeah. minds from their skulls. Yeah, it's pretty ominous. I think she'll be okay. I like Glob Herman though, and this was like he's such I was, a sweet boy. I was actually surprised by this like kind of twist at the end where he lights himself on fire and like maybe explodes her head. Cause yeah, because he, he's kind of a doof the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he gets picked on by all the other kids, yeah. and they like steal his like fan fiction, his X Men fan fiction. Yeah, that probably isn't X Men fan fiction. It's probably like alternate universe it's probably the real world or something like that yeah Yeah. i I wonder what his deal is this was pretty cool i was surprised how cool the the art is really nice it's like it's very modern um there's some books this week that are kind of like almost throwbacks to 90s but these are very these this the art in here is very solid they Um, do a really good job with the characters and the dialogue i don't know it's just like all the kids feel like it's it's like fun high school superhero hijinks i don't know yeah and uh but also with like a dystopian like classic sci-fi dystopian kind of bent like they're i don't know definitely kind of 
reminiscent of like yeah i don't know 1984 yeah one of those this one didn't hit you over the head with it like last week no where it was like there was like literally like an intercom broadcasting like you are special you are unique i really like this one a lot more um yeah Yeah, you didn't like last week's did you not really it was because also it was very i don't know it was very cliche like all the we talked about this ad nauseum i disagree you're an idiot and a scumbag and then this one was actually good so i like it yeah fuck you (laughs) um Um, but yeah the blob dude do you do you not know the blob yeah i just didn't catch it did they call him the blob or did they yeah you 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 can't suppress the truth blob Blob. yeah (laughs) but he does have some weird facial hair yeah and he's like He's one of the good guys in this, so that's like just one of the. Well, is he? Well, yeah, one of the quote. He's mind wiping little kids, dude. Well, he's on the same side as like uh, all the other X Men. Like... I think I think the Blob might actually be a good guy now. Do all kids yeah, have be. Do all kids have bangs? I just realized that like both the girls in this have bangs. You, you know, got the and pixie I feel lady? like all the kids in the other like. Uh, like Does DC Jean Grey and... have bangs? Is that a, is that how you dis, is that how you make make it yeah, a kid? Yeah, maybe that's how you make it a kid now. Yeah, you just like, give them bangs. Yeah. Because, uh, isn't... Psylocke is an adult, does not have bangs. Yeah. Confirmed. This is... Kate I, from, uh... I yeah, liked... Oh. Hawkeye. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop is pretty young. Did you say cake? Bang. Cake no, Bishop? I don't think so. I hope you said cake. I think For the right. record, let let the record be known that <laughs> Dan said cake. That. Strike it from Strike the record. Strike the record. I liked Court that... reporter. I liked that he had, um, chickens, and he named yeah. them after, um... After X-Men. classic X Men, yeah, and, the, and the shitty one was Logan. <laughs> yeah, Logan, Hope, and Scott. That's pretty funny. The one who like kept pecking at him and was Logan. That yeah, was funny. That's funny. What yeah. happens if it's actually them? That would be dumb as they're fuck. They're in chi- they're chicken form. You'd be uh, dumb as fuck. Dan ratings? Uh, I really like this a lot. I would probably I I might give it a five actually. Really? Yeah. I wow. Really liked it. I it was just like super well done, and also I love. It's a good number one. Dystopian sci-fi. Yeah, I, was, I hate number ones, but this one was so good. It's because know. it does it. Mo, a lot of number ones they just like mound exposition on. This one just yeah. drops you in a world and yeah. shows you it. It doesn't and tell it doesn't you. do the thing like like last week's uh, Age of X Man number one. Like yeah, it's like oh here they are all assembling and doing superhero stuff, and then the last page is the only page that matters. That's the thing I hate about most number ones is it's all intro shit, and then the last page is the only one you would ever need to read in order to understand what's going to happen for the next eight issues. But this one, I feel like all of it was pretty integral and really good. So, I hope what would you poor, give it? I hope this poor girl doesn't get her head exploded. I don't know. I kind of hope she does. might be cool. You're a jerk. But I'd give it a four out of five. I liked it a lot. I mean, it wasn't like a knock me off my socks, but I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm actually into this whole X, um, Age, Age of, of X-Man Man. thing. Because I don't know what the fuck it is, but I feel like as someone who's not, you know, like super... Yeah. In the zeitgeist of X Men, that this is maybe a nice little breaking point. Yeah, like I don't really way. like that title, but Age of X Men. Age yeah, of X Men. It's a bit of a. <laughs> what does a, that it's mean? It's a bit of a mouthful. What I'm could gonna, it possibly mean? I'm gonna put my comic by my little kitty cat. She's like right in the middle, but that's fine. All right, moving on. Moving on to Avengers: No Road Home, number one. This is written by our boy Al Ewing, but also written by Mark Wade and Jim Zub. <laughs> Not our boys. <laughs> Not our boys. Not. Fuck, fuck mark wade i'm just kidding i don't i don't have an opinion about mark wade i think he's like a pretty big writer have you ever heard of him mark wade no oh yes and uh paco (laughs) yes and paco medina is going to be featured on art with juan Vlasco on inks and jesus albertov on colors dan would you want to take us through adventures no road home kind of give us some background yeah i'll try this one was uh 
yeah, so it, it revolved around Hercules a lot. Is this the this is the Hercules? Yes, which Hercules I... is a Marvel character. I did know that. I don't know why I know that. That's wild. I don't remember anything like significant he's been in, but yeah, he is. <laughs> He is in it. Um, so yeah, this is kind of like a ragtag, weird Avengers group of like Rocket Raccoon and Hulk were my favorite parts of this. Um, let's what, see. you don't like Scarlet Witch and the Vision? Uh, not really, honestly. I don't know. Scarlet Witch is kind of cool. Yeah, um, she's dope. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, I don't really care for the Vision. They've got a... But have you read the Vision by Mastermind and CIA operative Tom I King? sure haven't. Have you? No, I haven't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got... Also, uh, Hawkeye is in it. Um... Who else is in it? Clint Barton Hawkeye. Yeah, because Clint there's two. Barton Hawkeye. Hawk guy. Hawk guy. Hither, hitherto, or henceforth, referred to as Hawk guy. Yeah, true. And also, yeah, Kate Bishop is way better. She's the better Hawkeye. Guys. Yeah, she's yeah. the better Hawkeye. But yeah, uh, same guy who writes Immortal Hulk, yeah? Yep. And uh, it shows because, yeah, the Hulk parts are the best parts, in my opinion. He just does such a good job with Hulk of, that, of like keeping him on like the... What do you call him like a wild card kind of yeah. role where you don't know if he's really he's not a good guy clearly but he's also not really a bad guy and he it's clear that everyone's like framing him for a lot of shit that he didn't do we referred to him as a bastard yeah like, affectionately but like not really affectionately because he kind of just is a bastard yeah yeah but i but i don't know it's pretty affectionately i think i mean yeah. it's, it's pretty entertaining i think uh, yeah and then apparently he's friends with rocket raccoon which makes total sense to me. I don't know how or why that. I think that about, probably happened in some spinoff thing. And he that we hates didn't Hawkeye, read. which I think is hilarious. Well, because Hawkeye was the one who killed. Because Bruce Banner went to Hawkeye and said, "Kill yeah. me," basically. Yeah. And Hawkeye did it. Yep. And it did and kill it, him, but it didn't kill the Hulk. Yep. And so it brought them back, and so yeah, basically the Hulk is like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you if I'm ever alone with yeah. you." Yeah. That's a little <laughs> bit. It's a little bit uh bothersome which i thought was awesome yeah. just because i don't really like hawkeye anyways so. so the main thrust of this issue is that all of the suns in the entire universe have gone out at once yep um and who better to crack the case than the avengers right so and hercules <laughs> yeah well there he's he's an avenger now or something yep, yep. so this lady is warping around assembling the team they go to olympus and see that all of the gods of olympus have been killed except for what's her nuts athena Who's, who dies shortly yep. after they meet her. And then they say some scary bitch's name and she shows up and shoves her hands through Scarlet Witch's face. Yeah, and that part was pretty creepy. Yeah, it's coming out of her eyes. You can tell Al Ewing wrote this because this dude has like a has like a penchant for horror. And we're going to talk about Immortal Hulk number 13 up next. Um, yeah. You can see some threads, but at the same time, I, I'm, I was kind of impressed and I don't know how much of this Al Ewing wrote, but he, was, he did a good job of not really seeming exactly like him right like the parts where he wrote the hulk you were like oh this is this yeah. is this is his hulk for sure but like he wrote a pretty funny hercules yeah the rest of it was pretty upbeat compared to immortal hulk for yeah. sure immortal hulk is pretty like bleak for the most part right in a good way but... yeah so so it, it shows that this guy is not a one-trick pony right? yeah he can he can write a good actiony team book right i mean yeah. well, at least set one up you know mm-hmm. so we'll see we'll see how the where this goes i don't know if this is like a five issue mini series or what yeah i'm not sure either um so yeah i i like the i don't know mostly i like the hulk and rocket stuff the rest of it i thought was just okay and like the big baddie at the end it's like uh, i don't care about her really i mean um, we don't know who she is no oh, kind of cool it's like whatever she's just like another big bad guy and she killed the gods of olympus and like 
I don't know. That part's not super interesting to me. But at, at least it's not like world or universe endingly, I guess. Or maybe, maybe I mean, it, it is because she is, ate maybe, all the right? sun. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I liked this one more than some of the team books that we've been reading lately, like Avengers or Justice League. We haven't read those lately. Let's be honest. That's true, but I mean, like that's why that's why we dropped them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. There's so the, a reason the, the why. ones we bet that we had been reading in the past. Um, this was. I think I thought this was fine. I'm gonna. I think we should keep reading it. At least yeah. give it a couple more issues. Yeah. See where it goes. I think it's an interesting enough team. Yeah. To stick with like even if the overall plot is not super interesting to me right now, it might get good. Who knows? And yeah. like, if the character interactions are good, then the rest of it doesn't super matter. I don't know. Superman-er? Oh, no. That's, that's a bad joke. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, what are your ratings? What did you give this one? Um, I'd give it a solid 3.5. Yeah, I'd give it like a 4, I think. Yeah, yeah. This was, I thought this was a good setup. It was fun. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. I like the team. They're it's a number of, one. They're goofy. Yeah, you don't like number ones. I don't ones. like number ones except for... Dan, I don't gen. like number ones, you. That's my name, But how son. do you feel about number ones with the three after them? Oh, notoriously love them. You do? Yeah. This is a, I think this is funny because the number 13 is an unlucky number. You're right. And we have Immortal Hulk, the unluckiest comic book. Like They say that reading this curses you for an eternity. Yeah. And, and I we, believe it. Yeah, and we read it, and we haven't stopped being on fire ever since so. i my flesh burns yep. i don't know how we're still speaking so calmly i mean we just gotta learn to deal with it right there's no this sense is being a little bitch about it right because this is the rest of our existence mm-hmm. I think. uh so this is immortal hulk number 13 written once again by al ewing with art by joe bennett colors by paul mounts rui jose bellardino bravo and rafael fonteres on inks that's a lot of inks but this is an inky book yeah it sure is uh the immortal hulk is a kind of horror i don't want to call it a spin-off it's just this it's just a mainline book um that's kind of taking the hulk back to his like horrifying roots uh and he's a horror character at his core right he's a yeah. dr jekyll yeah. mr hyde yeah it's not quite like a spin-off like you said but it does kind of feel like it like it's not a mainline marvel comic feeling Right, it doesn't thing. feel like a mainline Marvel comic, which is interesting because it is. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like this is canon, and they refer to it even in like yep. their main flagship series. And it's really the only, as far as I know, it's the only real Hulk comic out there right now, right? It or is, is there... yeah. I mean, okay. like he makes appearances every now and then like in avengers no road home yeah. but that's it that's the thing is like this this is in continuity that's yeah. this hulk um so like as we as we talked about before bruce banner tried to kill himself because he was so afraid of the kind of the monster inside of him and to his horror you know he's discovered that he can as long as the hulk lives like bruce banner can physically die yeah but when the hulk comes out at night or just even through sheer like physical pain, it resurrects him. Yeah. So he keeps on getting. So he can't die. Yeah, he keeps on getting dragged back, over and over and over again, and kind of this like horrible torment sort of thing. Yep. Um This is the end of the arc where they go to literal hell. <laughs> yeah. I think they go. They have literally gone to hell where the green door is opened up and Hulk's abusive shitbag of a father yeah. is like, what's his plan to just unleash the this lucifer so. satan thing and get its power or I think, something I, I think he's just like a cultist of gamma radiation at this point but he doesn't he doesn't like gamma radiation does he he's like he's like fuck you know you're you're not my son you're a monster that this yeah. gamma radiation 
and I'm going to destroy yeah, it. Yeah, I guess I don't totally understand his game plan. His motivation either. Yeah, I don't know. But he's like an abusive shitbag, and yeah, the flashback shit got real dark in the last one. Yeah, but, uh, it really did. Uh, but yeah, so in this one, who's the guy who, um, Hulk's friend who challenges his dad, sort of? I don't remember. He's a superhero who can, like, absorb uh, physical properties of things. Kind of like, I don't know, like a metamorpho kind of thing. Absorbing man. They even call him that. Absorbing man. But I don't remember remember his name. Yeah, me neither. But uh, anyways, he absorbs, he, he, like, goes up to Bruce's dad, and, like, they make it seem like it's going to be a big confrontation, and then he just absorbs a ton of gamma radiation and shoots it at the Hulk. Because Hulk's been, like, skinny- like skinny flabby the whole time because he's been sapped of his gamma radiation and he's just been like this nasty like uh, just like skin dangling everywhere skinny anorexic looking hulk and let us not forget the horrifying husks of people that they once knew standing around without any eyes eyes, that can just like like, say like creepy shit to people this is a pretty awful and horrifying comic yeah I mean, it's, in it's a not, good way. Yeah, it's not it's not awful. It's very good, <laughs> but it's awful in, in so many like it, like you read it and you're just like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, like all, all like zombie babies and like I don't know. It's the the, the worst part to me was like when you see just Bruce Banner just curled up in a fucking yeah, fetal, fetal position, position. and Hulk, Hulk, the, so they've been separated somehow. The Hulk and Bruce Banner have been separated in this weird hell rift dimension shit, mm-hmm. and the Hulk is like, you have to come with me, Bruce. If if you don't come with me we're both gonna die and bruce is like then fucking let it happen please yeah. <laughs> for the love of god just let it happen it's fucked up man. yeah bruce banner is like deeply traumatized yeah. at this point i feel like they're really leaning in like all of these comics in this and um avengers no road home he it like bruce is Haunted. just like it will not even, he's like barely even a person anymore he's like 100 percent trauma he's like yeah. not even a scientist he doesn't like have real conversations with anyone it's just like all the hulk and bruce banner crying in a phone, phone booth, booth too. is like, that his girlfriend or wife in or the something fetal like position that? yeah so that was another thing i wanted to bring up so he yeah he calls betty ross at the end of this she was dead i don't know when that got retconned but i don't know she died of like she died of cancer given to her by the gamma radiation from Bruce Banner. So he effectively killed, like, his own wife, which was pretty dark. Yikes. Um, yeah, so he hasn't had a good run of things. And honestly, I like it. I like comics mostly when they ignore Bruce Banner because everyone knows if you're reading a Hulk comic, you're just reading the Hulk. You want the, you want the Hulk, you don't want Bruce Banner. Give me that green, that big green man, beefy yeah. biceps. Exactly. And this guy writes a good Hulk, so... He also writes a pretty fucked up Bruce Banner. Yeah, yeah. Do you notice how his pants are almost falling off in the phone booth? Yeah. That's the first thing I noticed. So we're, we are like a centimeter away from Dick yeah. in that picture. And he has no pu- he's got no pubes. You're right. So while he's in while he's in hell, he's still got time to manscape, and I, res- yeah. I respect that. Maybe the Hulk manscapes for him. Or maybe maybe the gamma radiation means that he doesn't get pubes anymore. <laughs> he that's still a, gets hair on his head, just That's no a bonus pubes. effect. Do you, yeah. do you catch... The, what is this lady's shirt? Severin? I don't know. It's what like an old. Is. It's like an old lady. I wonder if that's a. I feel like that's an Easter egg. Yeah, if we were, be. if we were smarter, if we were smarter people, we would know who this yeah. who this person is. But yeah, so Hulk like beats up his dad and then closes the quote unquote green door. Yeah, this is and... just a wrap up to yep. this kind of thing. We'll see where we'll see where this goes in the next next arc. Right? It's yeah. been it's been pretty good. Consistently yeah, it's been good. Great, I think. Uh, ratings. Um. 
Um, I like this one quite a bit. I would give it a 4.5 out of 5. I'm just going to keep mainlining these fours right now. All right. Uh, just, everything was good this week. I think everything was pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Uh, there were a couple I didn't like. We'll yeah, get we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, next up, we have Thor number 10, written by Jason Aaron, with art and colors by Mike Del Mundo. Um, and also some colors by Marco Delfonso. Mike Del Mundo and Marco Delfonso. <laughs> That's fun. That's yeah. really fun. Uh, Dan, do you want to do Thor? Yeah, sure. So This is uh, a dad comic. Yeah. This is like, so, yeah, and the cover of this is very misleading. They're like hanging out on the Bifrost rainbow bridge thing. It's Thor and Odin having a beer, drinking, and this was very much not that comic. This is what Odin wanted. This is what Odin wanted. He wished like, he wished so much that he could have this with his son, but... This was astonishing. I, I thought it was astonishingly well written in that it made Odin, like, such a dick, but it was also from his point of view, and it was all about him not being able to tell Thor how much he loved him. I was and getting so frustrated just, because yeah. you get this inner monologue, and it's this, like, kind of, like, very self-aware, almost tender, but, like... But, like, he's sympathetic, but hard, you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, he's, like, uh-huh. he's almost, like, reflecting, yeah. he's, like, reflecting on his mistakes. On like all the years of him basically remorseful. neglecting his I was, children. I was, yeah, I was looking for the word remorseful okay. in my head. And, like, yeah. it's a very remorseful, kind of tender Odin, but then, like, he just fucking can't. Yeah. When, it, when the words come yeah. out of his mouth, he's just, like... You punch like a girl. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. God, what are you talking yeah. about? And like, and the inner monologue is, I love him so much and I'm so proud of him. It's I like, just want to be able to tell him that I'm proud of him. Yeah. And then he's like, then fucking kill me and I'll finally be proud of you, you worthless you girl. Worthless <laughs> you're just like, God. Shit. Yeah. No, I like that though, because I feel like that's very realistic and there are a lot of people who lack any ability to communicate their to connect with yeah Yeah, to and like communicate their feelings you know yeah and like especially odin is like kind of a symbol of you know macho masculinity like he drinks all the meat and he goes to war and he fucks all the women and like father's many sons. father's many sons yeah so he's like basically a total prototypical picture of typical masculinity and in that same frame, he is completely unable to communicate any of his feelings. Yeah, and also like deeply dam- damaged from his own like shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I thought this was I don't know this the Thor like series that we've read the last uh, I don't know the last few issues. I thought they haven't had as much like character development. It was more like crazy shit happening all the time. Right. And this is like much more slower, but it's so good. I wonder why like they should just do this all the time like, well i don't know like i don't know if you can do it all the time because like if you just... i mean not with odin and thor specifically but like more slowed down you know like more like a measured pace yeah i, I suppose um i do like i do like when things ramp up but then i also like it when things slow down you know yeah um there was some interesting like so this is all just very much a father-son book um about not only Thor and Odin, but also Loki and his frost giant father. His frost daddy. Um, that's not. Re- it does. It doesn't really happen, but it's like an interesting parallel, right? Because yeah. um, Loki has returned to the frost giants to be a part of them, and his own. His dad is like, "You'll never be one of us. You're a coward." Because you can't even smush this frog. Because <laughs> he turns some guy into. He a He turns frog. his brother into a frog or and, something. And like refused that. to kill him. Kill him. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty silly. So that boy got smooshed. 
Yeah. Oh man, there were some like yeah, there were some pretty hard hitting parts in this. Like this panel where he's it's like him growing it's up. It's chronicling him growing up and his dad being constantly disappointed in all of his achievements, no matter how great they were. Right. Slowly increasing in in like terms of being impressive to and his father just being like, oh, where'd yeah. you find that old thing? Kind of yeah. thing. Like just doesn't give a shit. And then Thor almost fucking kills him. He's just like his face is beaten like to a pulp and thor's just covered in blood yeah this was pretty crazy man yeah this was pretty this was pretty like hard hitting good character stuff and at the very end odin calls um tony stark to chat yeah i love that part that's pretty good yeah there's no real explanation as to why he called tony stark but i think it's just because yeah like tony stark says at the end he's like believe me i know rock bottom when i see it i've been there tell me when it started and owen's like well i invented mead (laughs) it's like okay this is gonna take a while yeah and yeah if you hit rock bottom especially if there's alcohol involved you know you gotta go to your boy tony yeah he he's been through this he knows he can he can help you out and i thought this was like this ended on a really nice note of odin basically being like you know People have always liked you more. To be honest with you, I've always been envious of you as my son. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't understand why people liked you as much. Why you were worthy of wielding Mjolnir. I, I don't want to be remembered as me because I'm a fuck up. But I do yeah. want to be remembered as this the father of you who's so much better than me. And he's like, I guess the one thing that I taught you is like how to not be me. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yikes, dude. Yeah, that was a big yikes. Yeah. But also, yeah, uh, that... That's the kind of thing that hits you. You know what I mean? It's like a, uh huh. It's like emotionally affecting. You know? So. Yeah. No, they did a really good job with it. I thought. I don't know, I'm like really hot on all these comics we've reviewed so far. Yeah, I mean, they were I'm good. Give this one another four point five out of five. Yeah, this one was Easy. a perfect five for me. Like, we didn't talk much about the art because I think we've yeah, the we've, art was really we've touched good. upon it because it's it's one there's been one artist this whole run and i think it's benefited so much from that like you think back to like you remember supergirl when it started the yeah. art was so good yeah. so incredible and now it's just kind of slowly yep. tapering off and yep. this has been this very cohesive from arc to arc this artist has been just on the ball same yep. kind of style uh it's kind of very um let's just we can talk about it a little bit right it's kind of yeah, very sure. like watercolory to me painting it looks like almost like a painting yeah kind of thing and it's it's just really like whimsical and impressionistic like yeah it's like it's like how you would imagine i don't know psychedelic yeah yeah psychedelic and but it's also got a very mythic feel about it yeah like it's very ethereal looking i don't even know yeah how to really describe it that way some and and i think it's almost kind of whimsical in a way that like some panels are drawn very rigid and like you yeah. you can look at it and you're like okay that's a chiseled dude or like that's a uh-huh. that's a chick and then like sometimes in the action scenes everything's just stretched and blown up but not yeah. in a way that looks ridiculous yeah. it's in a way that's like really evocative and interesting it's yeah. really cool so, yeah and all the colors are there's so many colors in it too it's just yeah. very neons and, and, and like light blues i'd give uh-huh. it a five to be honest with you i love yep. that comic so much nice uh last but not least of the marvel comics this week we've got spider gwen ghost spider number five this is written by sinian mcguire with art by takeshi miyazawa and colors by ian herring spider gwen ghost spider follows gwen stacy of earth 518 i made that number <laughs> up completely i think that's probably close probably it's, 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 it's in there uh instead of peter parker who got bit by a radioactive spider it was gwen stacy baby yeah. and she's uh and and you know what peter parker's dead in this universe so fuck yep. so fuck the haters him. i think 
it's implied that Mary Jane has a big old lesbian crush. Yes. On Gwen, on Spider Gwen, and she must have it on Gwen Stacy because everyone in this universe knows that Gwen Stacy is Spider Gwen. Yeah, which I was a little confused about. I but... think that happened in the last run. Mm-hmm. They might have Spider Gwen, I guess, like because it's. Seven... It was actually the last run of Spider Gwen's mainline book. She oh, really? went to fucking jail and got her like oh. alias released. To... I don't. I'm almost like maybe you should have retconned that because that's like part of the drama. Yeah. You know. Cause like now she like she goes to high school. She for tries day, to go to a community and, college. Oh, day. community college. Oh. Sorry, and she can't go because everyone recognizes her. And she like for some reason didn't think that they didn't think that through. Like, oh, yeah. I can't go to community. Like, uh, I don't know. They're calling her Spider Woman now. So I'm wondering if we're in the. But it, it's funny because it's Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider, not Spider Woman. So I'm yeah. very confused by what they're trying to do with it. It's clear to me that they're like, oh fuck people really like this character yeah we better do right by her you yeah. know uh especially in the wake of like spider-verse and stuff how well received that movie was and how kind of like an integral yeah. of a character she was in that i yeah. think i think we might oh that movie was so good. it was so good we might start to see you know more of her cropping up which is which is pretty dope i like it a lot maybe even in the canon universe yeah because she's already interacted with the canon universe she right? has yeah but only like sporadically right like yeah. she she drops in for some parallel dimension hijinks and then bounces back home right I, I don't even know what i'd rather see you know what i mean like do i want to see like parallel yeah. world i i do kind of like the weird friction between like and one, one thing that i thought was really weird about it in the movie is that like they never talked about how you know old man spider-man yeah what's his name the guy from yeah the guy from new girl the one who's jake johnson yeah um in his universe he dated gwen stacy she's dead yeah and in her universe she dated peter parker and he's and dead he's dead but they never said anything about that in the book and i or in, in the movie and i kind of was kind of like waiting for like an awkward sort of you know like remember in like mm. one of the first ones of these where she runs into peter parker yeah. and she's just like oh this is this fucked is up and yeah. i hate it you yeah, know what i mean yeah. like I was kind of hoping for something like that, but they didn't really touch on that. Uh, so, like, I almost wonder if I would rather see, like, this alternate universe stuff or something more like that. I, mean, I guess both, right? Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, you can't you can't do wrong just, like, putting her in whatever. It's all good. It's all good because she's Everyone loves Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Uh, I could really see, now that I now that I realized that the artist was Japanese, there are some panels in here that I was like, wow, this is like an anime, anime. panel yeah. where she's sprinting away from those yep, kids that sure. uh, were asking her to get her autograph. Yeah, um, totally. So yeah, this uh, in terms of like what happened in this, not not I'd say not a lot. It almost seems lot. like a number one. Doesn't this seem like a number one? It does You're because in- I feel like it's trying to. I mean, it almost is. This right series now. did open up in a really weird spot. It did. It opened up with the Spider Geddon yeah, shit. Yeah, the Spider Geddon shit, and now that's over. So I feel like this basically is the number one. Where yeah, it's, it's like resetting. not Spider Geddon, but still Spider Gwen Ghost Spider. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of showing the conflict. You know, everyone knows her name. She can't be a normal kid anymore because she's... Right. Everyone knows that she's Spider-Woman. Uh, and now people are going to try to go get her, I guess. So, yeah. This was a setup issue. It was fine. I liked yeah. it. It's yeah, pretty it was, good. Yeah, it was pretty I'd give good. it a four out of five. Yeah, I'd give it a... I don't know. Yeah, I think... I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of five. Classic. It was... Yeah, it was... It was good. I don't... Nothing about the actual content content of it was that good. I think I just really like the character mm-hmm. of Gwen Stacy, and that's, like, really, really all it, that it is. The rest of it was just whatever. You're a fucking fanboy, just like me, baby. Yeah. Get on, get on this hype train, dude. Oh, it's so good, man. Yeah, and she's got the coolest costume, it's, like, modern yeah. costume. Honestly, it's like... I feel like that's 95% of her appeal. Yeah. Is just her costume looks badass. I feel like it was a gimmick. I, I just this is one of those like 
you hear about these things every now and then, right? Like the the whole reason Spider Gwen was born is they were doing this really weird. Marvel was doing this really weird thing where they were releasing um, covers of Gwen Stacy as different superheroes, and I don't know why. Yeah. Because they did her, they did her so dirty, and they refused to revive her and the, yep. like, resurrect her. And everyone can come everyone back. Everyone like, else can come back five hundred times, but they're like, Not no, Gwen Stacy. Uh, she's dead forever, yo. But we're gonna we're gonna like milk that for all it's worth and do all yep. this stuff. But then all of a sudden, people are like. No, that's that's actually like a really sick fucking costume and you should make. And they're like, okay, yeah. huh, here's a joke spinoff series, and yeah. then it like, it actually took off and, and people were crazy about it. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. Also, she's just way better than Mary Jane Watson. Yeah, in every way. Yeah. Did you know? And I think I I may have told you this, but like she was originally supposed to be yeah. Peter Parker's Bay, but then the yep. guy, the guy who who took her took over the comics in the 70s didn't like blonde women yeah. so he fucking killed her classic 70s men uh it's so fucking wild and they still haven't they still haven't righted that wrong like it just yeah. it triggers me because i'm like i'm like that is such a shitty reason to kill a yeah. character but i guess it, it has had such like profound impacts like they took that and made something really good out of it yeah. i guess but at the same time, it's like, and the long I feel like the longer she stays dead, the harder it is to bring her back because you're rewriting that much more hit of Marvel history. I mean, I guess, know? but at the same time, who fucking cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, how? I guess how do you bring her back? And, but like, imagine if you brought her back after like thirty years, and the comic just sucked ass. True. Like that would. Suck. How would they even? I guess, that's another thing. Like, how the hell would they even do it? Yeah, I don't know, man. I... Yeah, that's why I feel. I think it'd be easier if they just brought her in from the parallel universe into the mainline comics. Yeah. Like you don't have to really resurrect her; just snatch her up from some parallel dimension. I just want to see a scene where, like, our friendly, like, okay, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, yeah. whoever's writing friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, yeah. is gonna do this, and then they're gonna like somehow Gwen Stacy. This Gwen Stacy is yeah. gonna be in there, and I want to see that fucking gut punch. That'd you know what I mean? So good. Where he like is standing there and he sees her yeah. just like in the crowd, and she's like not in costume or whatever, and he just fucking takes his mask off yeah. or some shit like yeah. that. I want to see that so bad. Yeah, it's like I want to see that. Too. It's the cheesiest, heartstringiest shit ever. Yep. But like, fucking slap that shit on a cover. Yep. <laughs> Prince money, man. I want to see. I want to see it. Sign me up. Yeah, I agree. So that's it for Marvel Comics this week. Uh, Dan, I think it's about break time. We're going to get another 10% ABV. Another 10% ABV and beer. We'll ch- yeah, we'll check up on this beer, chat yep. a little bit more, uh, relax our throat muscles. Yep. Because uh, we've been doing a lot of chatting. Um, and we'll come back with the DC reviews. Sounds wonderful. Bye. Bye. And we're back. We are indeed. I think we need to get some kind of like... Uh, break music to play like beep boop 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 beep boop 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 beep boop 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 beep and we're back well i mean we have it now we'll just cut and uh, we'll cut that recording and just paste it i think in. we're just gonna i think we're just gonna roll this but next time i'll remember Was to... that the like phone ringtone from like jurassic park or something it sounds like no that's the old nokia that's the old nokia ringtone it's made popular by some movie that I've seen. Um, it was really, had a it was really phone. popular. Do you remember that sketch comedy show? Uh, fuck, what was the name of it? Oh God, no! I started, I was gonna like Mad Big TV, Big Bang Theory, but it's not Big Bang Theory. It's That's... Trigger Happy TV. Oh, it was okay. a British thing, and he would have this gigantic, like, comically large Nokia phone, and he'd be in like public spaces, <laughs> and it would just like blast that ringtone. And he'd be like, "Hello." <laughs> 
Now I'm in the library. <laughs> That's really funny. All right, all right. It's good, good sketch comedy. I think I'm gonna have to fucking yeah. mute that a little Blue bit. Out that I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, grab that and do a little squash on that. Okay, sounds good. Don't. Well, in the that. meantime, um, yeah. How are you talk- feeling about this? Bar. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm feeling pretty good about it. That's pretty good. I like it. I like yeah. it. Actually, I wanted we when we got back before we started going live yeah. again. I was like, I was like, damn, I actually kind of hate how much I like this beer. Yeah. I wanted to yeet on it. Yep. But I can't yeet on it because this is a fucking good beer. Yeah, you can't yeet. No, you can't yeet on this boy. It's delicious. It's perfectly balanced, mm-hmm. as we've stated. But it bears repeating. It does because like because it some, actually is sometimes. And sometimes, like, the first sip of a, mm-hmm. a hoppy double IPA like this, you're like, oh, man, this is really good. And then you get to the bottom of it, and you're like, hops. Uh, it's, a, it's a fucking slog, yeah. right? This is not a slog to drink. No. I could easily drink another one of these. And it's I am drinking It's just as balanced on sip 30 right. as it is on sip number one. And I feel like I could put this thing down and get another one and yep. put that one down and then be like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be fun then you could eat on whatever you I want eat on the whole world yeah after three of these you know what i'm just saying babies. in my in my late 20s i can't be <laughs> yeah. drinking 10 percent alcohol by volume oh yeah oh what did I do? okay no we're good back on back on track dan take me home <laughs> I'm getting, I'm we're getting, getting on to dc i'm getting distracted okay yes dc uh, we have one number one, the hotly anticipated. We are so excited. Hotly for anticipated this. by us, at least. I think from everyone, right? For for the whole world, because this is Wonder Comics. Yep. Which is, uh, yeah, part of DC, but it's Bendis's new shit that he's creating, and this is, I don't know, is it? If you had to pick like one flagship of like the Wonder Comics group, what would it be? Young Justice. Okay. If I had to sense. guess, I yep. think I would I would yep. pick Young Justice. But this is maybe number two, yeah. Yeah. Because there, well, how many are there total? Probably like four. It, so this is the Wonder Comics imprint, and this is the Wonder Twins, baby. Yeah. Wonder Twins number one. Wonder Rit- Twin powers activate. That is a meme. Actually, is it a meme? I don't know. Not really. I guess it's, it, it's something that people <laughs> used to say. <laughs> Who, I think it was a meme that? before memes. Like people would say, I don't know. People who? would reference well, like Adult who? Swim. I think actually, and uh, maybe SNL even had some like uh, they had like some shitty superheroes that kind of riffed on the Wonder Twins. And yeah, I remember the Wonder Twins from being a kid, right? Because yeah. they were you, even as a kid, you'd be like, "The fuck is this?" <laughs> like it's, it's like, yeah. this is shitty. Yeah, I think it was. I think that they were. Are they, Part they, of the Hanna Barbara. Yeah, are, shit. are they joke superheroes? Because literally, the guy can only turn into water, right? Yeah. No, that's just how superheroes were, and on TV, on children's television in the early nineties. Because she, he got the shit out of this stick, right? Because like she can turn yeah, into she, any animal, yeah, which is badass. Yeah. But he can only turn he can into only turn water, into liquid. <laughs> in some form it's so good and i like, also i'm loving nice i'm loving that they didn't stray too much from the original character design because he is rocking them 70s yeah dude. yeah she's rocking the 70s sideburns too and they both have the like classic just i don't know weird side retro sci-fi it, spandex outfits it's like you know what i'm i'm looking at his it's like the superman logo yeah it's like unapologetically yeah. the superman logo but they're like what happens if we take an s mm-hmm. turn it around that's a z baby it's z for <laughs> it's zan a z ba- is that his zan name? is his yeah. name yeah but yeah uh, I, this I, is fucking okay well, let's, let's let's introduce it this is wonder twins number one um out of brian michael bendis's wonder comics imprint 
this is written by Mark Russell with art by Stephen Byrne, and I'm assuming colors by Stephen Byrne as well. He did the cover. Uh, hopefully we keep getting him to do the art because the art was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Unfortunately, with these like flagship ones, I just feel like we're going to get... I just worry so much about this one and um, what was the other one? Young Justice. That like we're gonna Why? get we're gonna get like five issues in and they're gonna be like oh well the artist couldn't keep up with the shit so you know we got this fill in one and now it's not as good and uh, I don't know oh dude I was totally right so they did premiere first on Hanna Barbara's American animated television series the all new Super Friends Hour which I watched the fuck of when I uh, out of is when that I was a is kid. that so is that DC is Hanna Barbara part of DC so I think does Hanna Barbara own DC I think. I think they might have, like, uh, I think DC kind of gave them some of the television animated distribution rights. Okay. Uh, there might have been an acquisition somewhere because I, I know that, and we didn't read any of these, but there were some, like, weird DC Hanna-Barbara yeah. crossover books. But if they were on the Super Friends, that included, like, Wonder Woman and oh, mainline DC superheroes. It's fucking and Batman and IPs Superman are shit. so confusing. Yeah, I think especially back then it was just kind of like the it's wild. Like sometimes west I of... think about Kingdom Hearts and I'm like, wait a minute. So like, <laughs> so like Cloud Strife is like standing next it's to Mickey Strife, Mouse. Mickey Mouse, Square Enix. But, but now Disney, Disney owns Marvel. Big so like, Hero Six. So does that mean that Cloud Strife could be standing like next to Daredevil and Luke Skywalker? Yeah. It's fucking weird, man. Yeah. It's, it's, this is a crazy time that we live in. Um. I personally, did you see that little wobble where Keek's headbutted the microphone? Yeah. She's just interfering with our audio quality in the cutest cutest way way possible. If only we could somehow, like, get petting this kitty cat onto the onto the airwaves maybe if she starts purring then we can hook her up to the i mean hook her up to the fucking microphone (laughs) we'll hook her up to the microphone Mm -hmm. we will force her to purr and then did you know podcast will hit number one did you know they used to think that big cats couldn't purr but they like they have ever since like big cats have started become domesticated that like big cats are now purring it's like it's like a big thing that cats are domesticated like lions and shit. Yeah, in some in some like zoos, right? Because like yeah, they've been in captivity for so long yeah. that, it, like, so like um, normally cats don't purr if they're just like feral wild cats, yeah. but they purr when they're around people because right. it's some way to like communicate, communicate to people that they're like happy with what. That's fucking. That's bizarre. Why would like big cats have ever evolved that type of? mechanism i don't i think it's like it might just go it might be just some very ancient thing because they all share one ancestor maybe it's something that they do when they're like really young to their i don't it's fucking it's fucking weird but they used to think that big cats couldn't purr but now like lions that have been oh yeah like third fourth fifth um Mm -hmm. uh generation in the zoo are are purring with their and it's like a really loud deep rumble because they're huge right man i love those gifts of those uh of like a handler who hasn't seen like yeah, a lion or a dude. tiger in a while and they just like jump on them and yeah. just fucking nuzzle the shit out for, of them for, I, I feel like to me that sh- that shit hits the same notes as like most normies seeing like this dog hasn't yeah. seen his owner since he got deployed to iraq yeah watch when he comes back yeah. after three years and the dog like Whoa! i'm like i'm like okay that's cute and nice and everything, but like I but guarantee also, you, if that guy fucking left for fifteen minutes, the yeah, dog would have the same yeah, response, yeah. right? So yeah, I, I love that one, and I love there's this one. Uh, this is a detour, right? We're we're talking about cute animal stuff. That's fine. There's this one where there's this like a little chimpanzee who uh, he had a foster he had foster parents, and he hadn't seen his foster parents ever since they gave him away to the zoo and the oh, or the wildlife man. range, and then they like walk up and he just like. 
runs up to him and jumps on him and hugs him and I'm like uh, 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 yeah. I'm like <laughs> oh man that's the heart that's some baby. manly tears yeah that's so cute that I would shed it is super cute I, I think especially because chimpanzees are like smart enough they're so close to people man they can really understand how that's a profound thing yeah and I, I think it's I think it's one of those things where we as, as human beings are like we are so much above animals like they can't they don't feel the things yeah. that we do and then you see something like even like a lion who comes sprinting out mm-hmm. and like jumps up and wraps his big old lion paws yeah. around his old caretakers i'm like you can't tell me that's not yeah. love the same way that we feel love like yeah. they remember it's like it's it's not different yeah. you know i don't know it's fucking wild anyway wonder twins wonder twins wonder they twins. can turn into lions yep so that's and a, big cats that's a segue they don't do it here can. though uh we've introduced this already so we we know who we've talked about it a good amount have we actually we haven't talked about what happens no we've talked about who they are but yeah basically they it's a number one where they are recently brought to earth this is another high school book it it is another high school book and they have oh my god the high school shit is so good this is so good Uh, because yeah they like go off on telling they're like oh tell us something about your culture and it's like well whenever there's thunderstorms everyone goes into a lust driven trance and everyone fucks in all manner of liquid and animal and <laughs> lots of fluids are exchanged and like all the kids are like and all the kids are horrified man whoever the artist is in this draws the best cringy high school kid that i've ever seen <laughs> yeah. in my life and he does perfect he draws really good facial expressions i feel like yeah um, the, the, so this book is really funny. There's some really good comedic beats. It's really funny. Uh, like when, so when Superman is talking to Wonder Woman and Batman in the Hall of Justice about how useful they could be, there's yeah. like a little funny exchange yeah. where he's basically, they're changelings and they're like, oh yeah, oh, that, that could be could really be cool. cool. And he's like, yeah, she could turn into an animal and he can turn into water. And there's just like a blank panel like, of like, what? of Wonder Woman and Batman just staring. And then she's like, into water. <laughs> this is so good. And then she, what does she say? Then she's like, that's underwhelming. I am underwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know. The comedic timing in this is pretty good. Uh, yeah, it is. When Hawkman is like, we just discovered a body in the park and Zan's like, congratulations. And then there's another <laughs> fucking just silent panel of them looking. They're like, that's not a congratulations moment that you yeah. just did. But like, I don't know. It's, it's funny. It's, it's definitely playing into like the, it's like character comedy when they're like, oh, yeah. this per- people are outsiders. They don't yeah. know this culture, but eh, it's fine. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. And honestly, the, even the art style is very, uh, it reminds me a lot of Archie comics in some ways on yeah. some of the panels. It's all very high schooly looking. Lots of good chins. Lots of funny, lots of, good lots of funny facial expressions. My favorite part in this is when uh, he goes to gym. So his, uh, Zan's whole thing is he's going to, what's it, what's her name? They talk a lot about his name in what's this. What's the what's the letter on C her? C or J? Jane? Jana? Is it Jana? Um, that sounds right, but I honestly don't. You know. You could Google it while I talk about my favorite. Okay. <clears throat> while I talk about my favorite moment in this is when he he's got this elaborate plan of like. Yeah, it's Jana. It's Jana. Wow, that's quick. Yeah. Fuck me. You must have had that pulled up. Already. I did have it pulled up. Uh, he's got this elaborate plan where he's going to be like the the leader of the school. He's going to get a cool nickname, H two O, and they're like, check it later, H two O, and he's like walking an alligator walking an alligator through the hallway but uh he goes to gym class and then thunder strikes and he gets the thunderlust thunder and so his new nickname in high school is thunderlust <laughs> and he's just like i can never fucking come back here it's so good it's so good and then bat it's like i was telling we were talking about this earlier we got we got funny batman in this and yeah. i forgot how much i love yeah. how and how and it just made me realize how exhausting modern batman is and this yeah. this isn't just a, i'm not gonna rip on tom king 
because all modern Batman, you like you have to make him edgy. And also, uh, War of Jokes and Riddles had some pretty funny Batman. Yeah. I think. Yeah, so, but it's just like so much Batman in modern yeah, in modern culture is just broody, fucking like Batman hush, Batman dark, Batman demon. Batman is suicide and depression. I am trauma. suicide. Like that was that. I think that is actually uh, Tom King's opening run of Batman is Batman comma I am suicide. <laughs> I'm not no even. Way. I think it is. It's either that or <laughs> it's either that or I am Gotham, and then the run up to that is I am Suicide. Okay. So it's one of the two. Like I know that there was an I am Batman, I am Suicide, and then a Batman, I am Gotham. It might have been the order might have been flipped, but fuck me. Man, like, that's a terrible title. I am Suicide. I just love. I just love when he grabs his fucking coach, the one that he was he wanted to like impress yeah. by becoming a fucking yeah. perfect perfect sheet of ice, and goes Thunderlust. <laughs> so fucking good and so we have batman telling a story about how he wrote a poem for a girl that he had a crush on and the teacher read it in front of the class and it's just it's funny it's sweet i I liked it i liked it a lot it's whimsical yep yeah i i love this it had the best villain mixelplex yeah mixelplex mr mixelplex mixelplex and i also love the computer who yeah. is who is like they like he used to be super cool but then the internet came along yeah, and now he's like absolutely so we all have smartphones and so they he just used him to play music and he, there's like a <laughs> funny fucking philip glass joke in there where yeah. he's just like do you want to listen to some philip glass mm-hmm. I don't, oh that's funny this is good this is a good book yeah it was great i loved it five um i'll give it another 4.5 it's gonna be a five for me dog all right let's Rev them up. I think this is going to be the first one we disagree on today. Yeah. On whether or not we like and, this. Yeah, I feel like this brings to a halt. I've been so positive on all of these because I've loved them. And now I feel like is the downfall. Even this one? No, I like Superman. But it, it's definitely, it's no 4.5 or 5 out of 5 for me. Dog. What about this one? Uh, also no 4.5 or 5 really? out of me. Okay. I, I thought it was okay. It's like, we'll oh, get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'm putting the card ahead of the horse. Uh, let's first talk about Supergirl number 27 written by Mark Andreco with art by Eduardo Pensica. Sorry. Uh, inks by Julio Ferreira and FCO Placenta, Placentia <laughs> on colors. Um, this was definitely my least favorite of the week. I'll get that. No. Out on front. They've got Crypto locked up on doggy prison. This cold opens with a, cold a, fu- open with no- a fucking yeah. dog and like an iron lung. And you're just like, Jesus. Crypto, the Oops. fucking Fuck. Krypton dog, the super powered Krypton dog is like on his deathbed. And that's the opening panel. Yeah, because he got zooped, man. Okay, so this is following this is kind of like a a, 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 it's not a new creative team anymore but this is a new creative team's kind of vision for supergirl taking over around like 23 22 something like that uh where she is kind of going on her own intergalactic space intergalactic romp to find out the truth about what happened to krypton did rogelzar destroy it it seems like no is at the very least it's a little bit more nuanced than what we think i feel like they haven't even touched back on that since for like a while the she first got first issue no there the whole green lantern core thing yeah that this was like this, the this first arc this arc has been issues. kind of it's been like that's like the first four okay okay, okay. dan just saying. let me explain what's happening to the people at home all right uh so in her quest she met a green star lord they started traveling together but then immediately got abducted by like a dude who likes collecting ladies and selling their pieces yep to stuff uh he likes to smoke cigars i liked this better than last month's supergirl which i didn't like very much at all 
Um, so I'm just gonna talk about it. You don't have to. You don't have to do meme on it. You don't have to do whatever. You oh, want I got to. a meme on it, man. Okay. Well, anyway, so Supergirl. They killed an Ewok. They did a little. A poor little child Ewok. <laughs> yeah. And Supergirl loses her shit and almost kills the person that did it. Um, she rips out its tongues. Yep. Plural. Uh, and she uses she uses Rogozor's axe, and there's something going on with that, right? Because yeah. she's like the power yeah. flowing through me. I feel this it's like, like some Lord of the Rings shit. This righteous hatred, and she's like, but no, she she overcomes it, and she spares the. It's Lord of the Rings. Spares the thing in the end. Um, yeah. So that's what's going on. And then there's like a hot Starfire sibling. Yeah, I actually like that. It's I know like you the, didn't. Like a hot dude like i don't know hi there i'm ron dear i think you know my sister is that starfire's brother and then yeah. he's never mentioned again yeah. and the rest I, of the i actually comic. thought that was pretty i i like that too I like that. And fucking that was it made me like this is a comic book ass comic book for me and i i was like okay there's a lot of shit going on i don't know what's going on but i was totally fine with it i know you you don't like the whole omega man thing right you're like i don't know who these omega men are who are they why are they showing up in my thing i don't want to learn anything about i just want cool like outer space hijinks like i like the green lantern stuff that they did at the beginning and but no i think i i agree i'm gonna agree with you that i think this arc is the weakest that it's been but i'm hoping that this wraps up pretty soon like it's got nothing to do with the basically the mission statement of how this story right was going to go they trickle a little bit in right with the whole axe thing um like the guy mentions that oh you shouldn't kill her because she wants to find out what happened to krypton but that's like about it well but she's holding it and she realizes that there's something about the axe that's making her feel that way right which we have known for the last like how many issues have we have they ever established that this thing can like make you feel like this like righteous fury i'm pretty sure they established that like the second that she started wielding it she's like oh i feel this rush of crazy power and it's like Uh, okay it's lord of the rings we get it lord of the rings and then she like chops some people up no we get it dan you hate this comic book yeah i do i I don't hate it it. i don't you just don't not like it. i just yeah you just don't i want more outer space hijinks and like this is just kind of i don't know it gets bogged down yeah it's just filler nothing happens it's just it's not fun. It's not fun to read. I thought it was fun. And then there's a zombie army of supermen at the end. It's like... How uh, do you not fucking think that's fucking great? It's such a cliche, man. Like, it's so fun. Oh, we took the super DNA and we made more supermen. And now she has to beat all of the supermen. Yeah, I'm not exactly looking forward to the next issue where they're fighting it's all like, these oh, weird she... super clones. But uh, uh. I, mean, I just, I don't know. I like looking at the, at least, at, at the very least, the art was much better in this issue than it was last yeah, one. Yeah, that's I, true. Uh, and I don't know, some of these fucking weird super girls are hilarious to look at. There's like a super girl who's like... There's a zombie super Her, girl, hair, her head is literally like a, gal- a, like a nebula. Black hole or something. Yeah, yeah. It looks like more like a spiral arm galaxy. <laughs> all right. So please. All right, buddy. Dan. It does. I think you need to take another sip. Take a sip, then another sip. Yeah. Then somebody said to me, damn, that's a spiral arm galaxy. Okay, if you say so, man. That's what the Milky Way looks like. All right. Is that what they call it, a spiral arm galaxy? I think so. Yeah, how does that not look like that? It's even got the same shape. No, it does. I'm just saying, like, who the fuck cares? It's like, I it's care. It's a black hole It's not a black thing. hole. You can't see a black hole, Dan. That's the whole fucking point is <laughs> oh, light can't escape man. from it. Let's get into this. <laughs> like, Jared's I'm, ready to go. To I'm war. ready to fucking fight you on this one, man. Okay. 
It looks like an outer space <laughs> what thingy. What does he look like? He, yeah. Oh, God damn, he, look he looks like? like he looks like Kim Jong Un or something like that. He looks like Kim Jong Un if Kim Jong Un <laughs> got like a RoboCop. <laughs> no, uh, if Kim Jong Un fucked Kano and they had a baby. Yeah, that's what he looks <laughs> like. Kano from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Amazing, Dan. Don't even rate this. I'm gonna rate it three out of five. I'm gonna give. Shut up. No Kim Jong Kano a five out of five. Oh, thank you. For sure. Great. Uh, next up, we have got Superwoman, Wonder Woman number 64 by G. Willow Wilson with art by Jesus Marino. Is that the second Jesus we've had? I feel like it is. Uh, inks by Andy Owens. No, there was a Jesus Alberto. Yeah, no, I said, is that the second Jesus? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, sorry. Inks by Andy Owens and colors by Romulo Fiardo Jr. Dan, let's first stop. And marvel at this wonderful cover. Oh man, it's so good. This is an art shirt cover. Yep. Man, I keep on yeah, bumping. Yeah, we keep bumping that. Fucking sorry, guys. Sorry. We we just set up this um. What is this pop the filter? Pop 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 pop. pop the, the pop filter, and we keep on bumping it because I'm an idiot. I think that should be better. I keep bumping it too. It's a joint effort. We're and bu- Keiko keeps bumping it too. So. We're all idiots. Yeah. This whole this whole fucking yep. operation is run by idiots. The cat's drunk. Cat's drunk. Um. So. We love we love Archer. He draws great covers. Uh, and this is usually attached to not so great comics. Yeah, true. Yeah, at least Though, recently. Well, yeah, but he did the Supergirl ones while they were good too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've, but we, I, I, I do feel like they're like, oh shit, like DC editorials, like, oh god, yeah. this one's not fucking really good. Let's. <laughs> can, do we do we need to get Archer on that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's. Is it a, is it a is it a chick? We gotta sell is, some is issues, a, baby. Is it is it a chick hero? Yeah, it's a chick hero. Get, get, okay. Get fucking Archer. Okay. Get, get someone. Him. Someone call. Hello. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stanley. Art. Art. Lau. Uh, we need you to do a, a cover. It's a really bad Wonder Woman. Oh, it's a, it's a bad Wonder Woman. Okay. I'm on, I'm on a oh, Thank you so much, Stanley. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. that's how that shit goes down every single time. Yeah, it's a great cover, and it's like one of those sideways ones. This yeah. is the second sideways cover we've seen, right? Because like last week, Batman had one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. DC really branching out the wow, cover. Wow, you gotta flip it sideways to look at it. Um yeah. moving on. There's move. like some weird bondage shit in the I'm beginning. There's taking uh, taking Wonder Woman back to Nemesis, her kinky roots. The goddess of grudges is like chained up. Look from... at her fucking like tell me that's not a bondage pose too. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. On her knees. Yikes. Going back to Wonder Woman's roots, I guess. Is is okay, explain that to me. So is Wonder Woman like a bondage thing? Yeah, so there was actually a movie that came out recently about it called uh, it's like the author of the original Wonder Woman. It's like so and so and the Wonder Woman, and it's all about how he kind of created Wonder Woman as a thinly veiled way to get like BDSM culture into the mainstream. I like it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And like the whole like lasso of truth thing. Like yeah, because it bi- it's people up. It's like sure. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it's bondage. literally bondage. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's whenever we make reference to that, that's why. Uh, but yeah, so coming off of the last arc, um, God, what's the what's the love interest guy's name? Was, Steve Rogers. Yeah, no, that's Captain Steve Harvey. Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> Steve Harvey. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers is Captain America. Fuck, isn't I said it? that already. Steve. Stephen Trevor. Yes. Stephen Trevor. I think. That... Yeah, it's Stephen Trevor. It's okay. Be. Cool. So Steve, yeah, he's like Steve Harvey. Steve. No, oh, was that a serious like suggestion? <laughs> yeah, wow. That was an accident. I, I just imagine you know like those fucking videos of Steve Harvey just like 
<laughs> reacting to my dumbass yeah. thing of saying that Steve Harvey's like, he, he, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> yeah. like, just shocked. Just like when when it like zooms oh. in on his like his like just like thousand yard stare yeah. at some like stupid ass answer family food. He was just like, I don't, yeah. I can't even. I feel like his blank stares are only matched by like Hank Hill or yeah. something. It's like I feel that's like the same kind of stare. I feel like Steve Harvey has like a deep seated resentment of the human race. <laughs> And you can see it, like, on his face. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like that's probably accurate. And I like, mean, if you're a game show host for that many years... And, like, without getting holy shit. too uh, into politics or whatever, he's said some pretty... Has he? ...borderline offensive shit about, like, atheists being, like, I don't know. It, he, he kind of alluded to the fact that they were all basically serial killers because they didn't have any moral compass because they didn't have the Bible oof yeah <laughs> so you know just steve harvey things just steve harvey things but yeah coming off of uh this is kind of a new arc this yeah. is so weird this this entire issue is super weird uh yeah. we see we see wonder woman and i was like i was on board uh wonder woman and steve trevor are yep. canoodling and then yep. she's like some shit's happening he's like hey hey babe here's your sword and your shit go save the world and i was like okay that's kind of cute uh she goes to investigate a crater and then finds Nemesis in the crater. And I'm like, okay, Wonder Woman stuff. And they fight. But then, like, there's... But like, then there's a media circus going yeah, on. Yeah, the lady who hired... Who has Nemesis chained in her basement hired a photographer to photograph Wonder Woman attacking Nemesis. And, and then spinning it. And spinning it. And it's just... It gets fucking really weird really quick. So, um, Greg Rucka started Wonder Woman Rebirth. This I know this much. Uh, this chick is a character new to rebirth um it's alluded to in this issue but um her daughter disappeared got abducted wonder woman's like we're gonna save your daughter goes on this like huge romp to go and save her daughter her daughter dies very tragically it was very well it was very well done and this woman was like hated wonder woman and then was like i'm trusting you Uh uh-huh but then Wonder Woman failed, and her daughter fucking died and got left yeah. behind, and now she fucking and now she's hates. salty, and now she wants to. Well, wage and it's a like media it's war. completely justified, right? To be to be salty, but yeah. like the way that she it's so bizarre. It's bizarre, and it's completely unrealistic. I yeah. think so. They go to this crater, and there's no explanation of how the crater gets there. But this person is there, and Wonder Woman goes there, and they start fighting shows. So Wonder Woman's like, okay, this is probably the person who made this giant crater in the middle of the city. Right, as you might assume, As logically. you might assume. And then this woman comes along, and she's like, oh, that person you're fighting is actually my employee, and they didn't even make the crater, so you're in the wrong here. So you'll be hearing from my lawyers. Which makes zero sense, because, I mean... Okay, so if you videotape this and send this to any media outlet, you're going to see Wonder Woman fighting a giant tentacled um, snake green lady. snake lady. The green snake lady's never going to look like the good guy. Well, and also, I'm pretty sure the green snake lady attacks her first. Yeah, so it's like none of this makes any sense. Yeah, you, I, love the, I, love, I do love the line from the cops where they're like, this is rapidly beginning way <laughs> above my pay grade, and he's yeah. just like, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, I really actually hated a lot of this. The art is this weird '90s. Do you see it like the? Yeah, all I, the shadows the, and like it's the, the it's the heavy lines. It's like yeah. it's an ink, I think this might be an inking thing, where it's like these like like sharp lines and like the mouths remind me of the '90s a lot. 
Yeah. And Olympus, man, in DC Marvel is not in a good state. It's getting fucked up on everything. Yeah, it's getting fucked up. DC Marvel, just like probably Vertigo. Who knows what's going on? Who there. knows? It's fucking is Olympus? Is Olympus okay in our world? I don't know. At this point, it's tough to say. Yeah, I'm. I think we'll have to go check it out at some point. We'll just have to, to walk over ourselves. there. Where is Olympus? Is it in Greece? Uh, I mean, if it's anywhere, it's got to be. Okay, let's take a let's get a, let's get. We'll take tickets. a we'll take a craft comics road trip. Get back to you guys next week after yep. our Greece vacation. Okay. There is a Mount Olympus in Washington, so that's a little closer. Okay. It's yeah, it's an Olympic like, National Park. Yeah, an Olympic National Park. Fuck yeah, let's just go there. We can just go there. It's okay. probably cheaper. Yeah, I didn't like this comic. I I have liked Wonder Woman so far. This one felt like a very weird way to start a new arc. Yeah, last and... And this is coming off of last time, which we we, we liked, right? Yeah, we it was did, that yeah. weird, goofy little like and... side. And she was fighting Ares, and there was like a lot no, of gods involved. No, the 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 little the small story it wasn't oh, really yeah, Wonder that Woman. Oh yeah, was really good. Yeah. yeah, it was cute and funny, and yeah. this one was kind of just weird. It, there was some cute stuff in here. I was liked. There? Yeah, I liked the the part where Steve Trevor. We landed on that, right? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, was like what, talking about Aphrodite living in their apartment, and yeah. he's just like. That's just, true. That was it, pretty it's just funny. A, it's just a lot for a guy to live up to. It's a lot of pressure. She knows everything that's going on in this apartment. Yeah, like everything about our relationship. It's like he's basically being like, "I feel like I'm not good enough at sex." Yeah. <laughs> and the goddess of Aphrodite is and the goddess of love is making fun I mean, of it, me for it. it. It makes sense, right? I mean, like first of all, Amazonians are traditionally lesbian in nature, correct? When like. At least in the movie, at least that's what they alluded to, was that... Yeah, the Amazons are all women. Yes, and they had sex with each other, is yeah. what was implied. Right. So it makes sense where, like, I think they're pretty. Be I think they're pretty bi. I think, I think in, in... Well, yeah, um, but men didn't exist, so they couldn't really Right, exactly, bi. but then when men do show up, they're like, ooh, you know, kind of... Yeah. They're, they're yeah. into it. Yeah. It's not like... They're not like Sapphos, right, where it's like an island of literal lesbians who are like, I do not like men. Kind right, of. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I, that's I think, true. So that's I think, true. I think that typically the Amazons in DC Universe are, are like, are very bi-fluid. Yeah. So brave, DC, getting hot so girls brave. to make out with hot girls, right? <laughs> so progressive. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, apart from that, I didn't really like this at all. Yeah, they, uh, there were some quips. I liked the part with the horse. Um, I, I'm thinking about some other stuff that I liked. Not much. It's pretty much once once they got to like the reporter part and he starts taking pictures, it, it lost me. I was yeah. like, how are you going to... what?" I, I mean, okay, so here's the thing, though. Like, I feel bad because we're always like, just do smaller stories, guys. Stop <laughs> doing this world-ending bull- well, yeah. bullshit. And then they do a small story about like a, like a mother's grief in her processing but, but not, that's not what it's about yeah, though. if right. it was about that that would you're be right. cool i i do this my biggest problem with this is i really feel like it's selling her character short because if if you go maybe sometime we'll 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 go back and we'll um read the greg rucka run of her because they really did it she was a very nuanced character like, yeah very grayscale kind oh, of okay. like directly like against wonder woman then like with her and then against her and then with her and like yeah that's conflict kind of surprising and, and then at the end issue. and then at the end she's like very steadfast against right because okay. she feels that wonder woman failed her and you yeah. but you get it yeah. you know what i mean yeah i don't get what she's doing now no. you know what i mean and, I, and that, she's like super smug about it and stuff yeah like, there's not like, much grief in it it's right mostly she just is smugness she is very smug and i'm like if this is coming from a place of like grief for yeah for your for your dead daughter you'd think that you wouldn't act like the way that you're acting yeah you know? so yeah uh, rating? Uh, 2.5. Yeah, I was going to give it a 2. I'm going to give it a 2. Yeah. 
like I would normally I would be like the art was really good, but the art was not very. The good. art was not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, but uh, the Steve Trevor stuff was good. Yeah, I might even give it like a one point five. Wow. It was not. You. It was. It was not very good at all. Uh, next up, we have Superman number eight, written by the Bright Michael Bendis. The God. The God. And art by Ivan Reyes and Brandon Peterson. Uh, Joel Prado on inks, and then Alex Sinclair on colors. Dan, do you want to talk about Superman? Yeah, so this is uh, following up on everybody's favorite Superboy, John Kent. Hey. Went to space with his grandpa. Hey. His his grandpa with like a weird haircut. His grandpa with a mohawk and one eye. Very modern grandpa. Who has been dead for all of DC continuity up until last October, I think. Hashtag my dead modern grandpa. Yeah. 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 We should he's, get that hashtag. He's got like the pineapple haircut. He's got the Macklemore. Yeah. You know, he's like he's like, Hey hey Barbara, you know what the fucking kids <laughs> the you do? Pineapple you know, haircut. the fucking the, the kids. They you know, they shave the top of their head but then they leave they I leave want the one top. Of those. They leave they shave the side of the heads, but then they, they leave the top like real long so they can stick it over. I want that. Give me that. I want that, except I'm also gonna wear a cape and a <laughs> loincloth. I mean, are we that far away from like f- uh, <laughs> fucking fashion where people wear capes? I feel like I feel like we're might, we might be like five years away from yeah. like people would be like oh god dude why are you wearing a cape out to the club bro and yeah. then like five years later everyone's like everyone's wearing capes. I could say, I mean like hipsters wear really long scarves or like really big yeah scarves. that's what I'm saying so like dude. it could just grow off an extension of that right and then it could become like a full blown cape a cape is just a scarf that you wear backwards dude if you think about it yeah because it drapes over your back instead the only of in thing front of your like, neck people have a lot of there's a lot of societal baggage unpacked with people wearing capes in the real world like I what I feel like if you wear a cape you are a certain type of individual a probably su- also typically cool associated with fedoras or other such i don't know like i feel like they sold capes at like hot topic in the early 2000s did they i mean probably not has anyone has anyone unironically sold a cape mm. you know what i mean like people H&M. have unironically bought capes for sure unironically oh yeah really i think so there mm. aren't a, there aren't a lot of them but oh man i'm trying to think of there was a tv show and one of like a side character was wearing a cape and was like, uh, that guy wears a cape. Never don't trust people to wear capes, man. They're weird. You know, it's that like seems, that sounds like an episode of Friends. To me, it sounds like it's always sunny. Could, Could be. be it's always sunny. Could be. But, you know, it's just like you're either a magician. OK, <laughs> which is not great. OK, OK. A magician. That's great. Or you are not a magician. And that's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> what's your problem with magicians dude uh zatanna's I mean, a magician and she's up in our next comic book yeah magicians are great in comic books man it's just like when they enter the real world you don't like do you, what was that show when we were kids um where the the, the magician was masked because he was unveiling all the secrets of, oh like, yeah magic. i remember, remember that? that i remember that and he would be like and he had like a voice modulator yeah. and shit and he was like no i will lose my job and if, be anyone, if anyone figured out what i was doing they would literally kill me they would literally kill me <laughs> with magic with fake magic with that fake i'm going magic. to reveal to you now <laughs> They would guillotine me, except they wouldn't actually guillotine me. They would swap me. me. Yeah. They would use a mirror and a body double. It's all mirrors and smoke. Yeah. yeah. Smoke and mirrors, baby. Smoke and mirrors. Um, but anyway, this is about John Kent. God, I don't... 
Look at that panel of his fucking sneer, though. Before he yeah, got the, his stubble. The art is super good in this, actually. I, I like... It's, like, the one thing that I like about I this. Really, I, I really hate that panel but the, of him sneering, but, like, everything else, I feel like... Yeah, I loved really I good. loved that scene, though, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm trying to figure myself out, and his grandpa's like, what happens if none of this makes sense at all? Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, you're oh. Like, uh. And even John Gunn says, he's like... Who the fuck? says that to a, an 11-year-old. This like, is yeah, a, that's pretty, yeah, it's about right. This is a thing, like, I love, I love Bendis, but, like, no 11-year-old talks like John Yeah. Talks, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. Who says this to an 11-year-old? Yeah. I'm like, that's it's a, like That's, that's a should a be, bit... the, that's the internal monologue of the reader, but that is not something that he would ever say. Yeah, that's like, it's a bit precious, you he, know? Like, yeah. like, like, He'd hey. say, like, oh, okay, Grandpa. <laughs> I'm really confused, yeah, but he, not, who says this to an 11-year-old? Because yeah. he's, an 11-year-old doesn't know they're a fucking 11-year-old. Yeah. They're like, I'm mature now. Yeah. I'm an 11, I'm, ele- I'm not yeah. those little fucking 8-year-olds. <laughs> I'm 11 now. I'm an adult. But that's fine, honestly, for me, because if the 11-year-old actually talked like an 11-year-old, it would not, it would be far less interesting. Is he, he supposed to be 11? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't it he have like porn? That. It might have been like 13. But then no, he, he says eleven. Doesn't he say who talks like that to an eleven-year-old? But didn't didn't John Kent have porn or something? You remember when oh, yeah, he yeah, left? Yeah, eleven-year-old. Yep. What the fuck kind of an eleven-year-old is porn? Maybe he developed. I mean, he is a Kryptonian. They oh, who knows when they go through puberty. That's true. That's but, true. Uh, but uh, so yeah, he goes off with his grandpa. He comes back, and now he's like reminiscing with Superman and and Lois about all the crazy shit that's happened with him and his grandpappy on their outer space adventures. Grandpappy. Yeah, and he's he, yeah. So, but yeah, he's aged ten years, right? And no, not quite ten. He's yeah, you're right. Seventeen now, so six. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like six years, and uh, he's like, oh yeah, man, uh, it was it was pretty messed up. Me and my granddad, we tried and helped people, and it never worked. He that's what he said. He yep. said we would always go into a conflict, and we would figure out what to do, and we would help the right people. And it literally never worked for six years. You know what really... <clears throat> there's a couple things that trip me up in this comic, okay? The first one, do you remember when uh, the Green Lantern lady shows up? Yeah. She's in way too sexy of an outfit to be talking to an 11-year-old. <laughs> like, And, and like for an 11-year-old that has porn, he doesn't look at her boobs once. And those things are like... They're they're everywhere. They're on display. Like, <laughs> like her suit zips all the way down to her like belly button. Mm-hmm. and he's just like looking at her and is just like huh oh yeah you know what i mean if i was an 11 year old and like i was the type of 11 year old who had porn yeah i would be like uh, you know what i mean but like john is like oblivious to that for some reason it's, it's weird that's one first thing second thing he talks about um the summer that grandpa didn't talk to him oh yeah that's how the right. fuck does he know it's summer they're in space yeah, well, it doesn't make any of, goddamn sense. Doesn't he kind of say that though? It's he, not summer though. You're in fucking space. Yeah, there's no summer. It's everything is the same. Yeah, not sure if it was an actual entire year because I lost tra- lost track of all Earth time. But I call I oh so they do mention it. This... Summer, Grandpa didn't speak to me. Yeah, yeah, it's because he asked the Greenlanders to take him home, and Grandpa overhears him. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll take you home." Okay. And then he's like, no, it's okay. I promise. And then Grandpa didn't speak to him for a fucking year. Yeah, and then or shows three up, months. And then shows up and is like, I'm sorry. And then John is like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Fucking, this is this is a weird issue for me, man. 
I thought it was pretty good, honestly. Because I, I don't know, I feel like... Uh, what, like what, is, what is this? She's like in a mini... Like in a yeah, that pen- is a weird Pencil skirt for a elf, and it's like the shit zips all the way down, and I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry. But you cannot <laughs> tell me that a boy who's like sexually interested is going to fucking be able to speak to this lady. You know what I mean? Like without yeah. just fucking imploding. Yeah, they missed the opportunity for some good like cringe humor there. Of, yeah. Like... Him trying to he's hit just, on a woman horribly. She's like, she's like, will you be sticking around to help clean up this mess? He's like, ha, that depends. Will there be food? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, like that's what you're thinking? Of? Like, no, you cannot convince me. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You're right, man. The I am right. Brian Michael, if he didn't have the porn reference, then we'd be like, oh, he's just a kid. He's just a fucking kid. But I'm like, but this, no, he had the porn reference. You already, so you already were committed that, to this, Bendis. You did, and and like I remember being a sexually. <laughs> <laughs> fucking blossoming young man and yeah, let's i get if, into that. if a lady looked like that and was talking to me i would have just busted a nut in my pants like right there <laughs> i would have been just like holy shit <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah 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 hello man <laughs> hello hey i'm tugging on my collar you guys can't see it but my like, hello he's doing a bit he's i'm doing, doing a, a i'm doing a bit y'all I'm doing uh, a bit. we didn't talk about ratings for that at all no i threw it away Okay, <laughs> you can rate it. You don't. We don't have to talk about ratings for comics you threw away. Right You're like the fucking LFG that's still on my floor. <laughs> I, every day I want to rip it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like so, maybe every time we just rip a piece until we're like all the way full, and then we can make a weird paper mache. I like collage with it. No, a paper mache. We'll make like a little goblin. Damn, what would you rate Superman number eight? Uh, I liked it. I I actually I know you're not too keen on Mister John I Kent. I fucking hate this. I, why do you hate him so? I think he's as far as like because he's a teens, teenage fucking Superman. I'm like, I. But he's I not an irritant. He's not like broody or anything. He's not like an emo. He's not like yeah, but Harry he's, Potter. His like, existence. His existence makes me mad. Like because it's not focused on Superman or why? I, yeah, I think so. I, it's one of those things where it's like. They're like, I don't know, I don't, you know, I've been reading Superman for 30 years, and to keep him relevant for me, he's got to have a kid, because I'm a 45-year-old <laughs> fucking man, and I have a kid. I'm like, I don't fucking care about, like... Yeah. It's like, Superman, I don't need to see Superman changing... I, okay, I don't fucking know, man. It's just one of those <laughs> things. It's like, I don't... I don't care about Superman going through a fucking divorce. I just want to see yeah. some like romantic tension between him and Lois Lane, and I get it, because these things have been going on since the 50s, right? Yeah. That they that they're like oh well we need a hey, marriages can be sexy too Jared I they can be sexy and I'll give them that but like it's like we need to move these characters forward and I'm like okay then have them be married but now they're like I don't fucking know like yeah. Lois is like wanting some space and I'm like I don't I it's too fucking much man I'm like, <laughs> I'm like just like let them let them be fucking ha- you want them to get married okay they can be fucking married or yeah. or just be like reboot that shit and be yeah. like oh lois doesn't even know who clark kent is right yeah now. you know yeah. and so like just do one or the other don't do this weird fucking i need some space let's do threesomes and bang the green lantern or something like that like, <laughs> i don't fucking need that you know that's weird man i need threesomes and banging the green lantern actually that'd be sweet Superman like, like i want to i want a one issue yeah fucking lois lane super superman hal jordan threesome comic <laughs> it'd be so tastefully done tastefully done why did you drag Hal Jordan into this? Hal Jordan's a Green Lantern. Yeah. He's the sexy Green Lantern. Okay, I thought you were still talking about the woman Green Lantern. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, no. I'm going for the devil's he's going, threesome. He's going <laughs> yeah, for going, the devil's threesome. The devil's threesome. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. But uh, I, I actually like that comic. I would give it a four out of five, probably. Four? Holy shit. 
I liked it. Yikes! Two out of two and a half out of me. Wow, really? Yeah, I did not like that at all. Wow. I don't think I like. I don't think I like this shit. I I, I kind of like John as a character, Ooh. and yeah, I think he's pretty good. Like he's yeah. not a whiny teen, and he. I'm just glad we have something that you like that I don't. Yeah, that's a we gotta, first. We gotta man. keep. We gotta keep pulling. And it's these. a Bendis comic. I like. So that's the thing is I like. I actually think I was hotter on Superman earlier when it yeah. was like space shit and rogels are and you're like this sucks yeah. and, now, and then they fucking bring the teenager in and you're yeah. like i like this I yeah the difference confusing. is that i don't actually like superman as a character so the but fact- but yet you don't you also do not like action comics which is more about clark kent yeah that you like too. superman i'm so confused yeah i i think i just i i mean when i was growing up i just I'm didn't bat- like superman I'm at all batman guy. yeah i was a batman guy i just didn't like superman at all except for the animated series, which was great, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like care about the classic like will they, won't they, Clark Kent, Lois Lane. Yeah, but that's the fun stuff, right? Isn't that the fun stuff? Or do you... <sighs> not for me, man. Uh, I, I, I so I think this is gonna get at the root of like the difference between us. Yeah. Like, I love the soap opera shit. The fucking the the interpersonal the character drama the relationship. I like a lot of the character drama stuff, but just not uh, yeah, not when it's like played out. I guess because I like the character drama stuff in like X Men and even in like Archie comics that kind of stuff. Archie comic, yeah, yeah, okay. I like all that stuff. Should we start? Okay, here's here's a question for you. Should we start pulling Mister and Mrs X again? Because I I keep on flipping through that and I'm like, man, the art in this is really charming everybody's really cute and they seem to be getting into some like kind of wacky fun stuff like in the recent one um deadpool showed up on their honeymoon and yeah and like we read that did we read the deadpool we read deadpool showing up but we didn't read the the fallout of it right where he's like he's like trying to seduce rogue the entire time it's funny yeah we read the part where well i don't know is he he in more than that where they were on the planet fighting over like some box or something yeah and she gets into the egg she gets into the egg and she's naked and then fucking deadpool shows up and like over and it's funny right that's some yeah i think should we pull that book i mean i'd be down though the wedding issue really soiled that shit for me yeah but the but the first issue the art i think it's for me it's the art that's so cute and charming right yeah it's real good all right let's try it Maybe? If the dialogue's good, I'll get into it. But man, that wedding issue was so bad. I was just ready to drop. That, that wedding shit issue was not as bad as it the fucking so Batman one. They were both terrible. Ranking though, to, out of the three wedding issues that came out in 2018, oh yeah, Marvel top two. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Marvel top stuff, two of the that top... complete shit pile. <laughs> no, because there the, was one good the, one. Top two, baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You can't argue, can you? I mean, I could. I could argue you that Batman you, was better than... No. You, yeah. How? Art? Art alone. It was just an art book. But then they fucking... Yeah. They, but then they covered the art up with fucking words, man. Yeah. It was trash, but the other one didn't have art and it was it terrible. It had some art. No, it didn't. It was fine. No. And the story... <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Yeah, the story was fine as opposed to the Batman one, which was ass. No, the story in that one was ass as well. They were both terrible. Your ass. All right, moving on. <laughs> Justice League Dark number eight, written by James Tinian the Fourth, with art by Alvaro Martinez Bueno, inks by Raul Fernandez, and colors by Brand Anderson. I'll talk about this one. Justice League Dark is the 
magic-y Justice League spinoff. There's kind of a couple... There's, there's supposed to be four, but right now there's only two. Uh, we've got Justice League Odyssey and Justice League Dark. This yeah, is, whatever happened to the other ones? I don't know what the other ones are supposed to be. Did, did Superman, they come out? Superman and Batman. No, they haven't come out yet. Okay. That's um, weird. It is they weird. They would kind of stagger it like that, because these are like these... pretty well into their life cycle. Yeah, Dark, like. Dark and Odyssey, I feel like we're staggered by about four issues. And so maybe this is about already time. gone on way too long. Yeah, Odyssey is... Odyssey started strong. Unfortunately, we didn't read those. We didn't read it, yeah. But it tapered out real fast. Justice yeah. League Dark started out strong, got kind of bad. Yeah. But is now starting to kind of kick up again. In yeah. my in my opinion, I I, I agree. I, I like I like this a lot. Um, I thought it was pretty good. It it still hasn't hooked me the same way that the first few issues did. The first few were well, actually, the first issue was terrible. Remember, it was just we read it at Zeke's cabin, and oh. I was just like. Fuck, that's a lot of words, man. Yeah, it's so many right. words. But then, then issue, right. issues I like two, three, four, and five, I was like, hell yeah. yeah. And then six was like the wrapping up of the Hecate yeah. stuff was like words, 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 and then ten million years ago, and I was like, yep. oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's always the worst when you like flip to a page and it says six billion years earlier or something like that seriously this one thing like i didn't think i would get to this point in comics where i resent something but like when i open a page and it's like the first few pages i'm like oh this is flowing really nicely this is flowing really nicely i really like this i really like this all of a sudden you open a page and it's just like it's like the fucking bible dude you're like (laughs) oh my god i can't read all this i don't even i don't even know which way to read it like out of order and stuff it gets so confusing um so Justice League Dark follows Wonder Woman, Zatanna, Bobo the Chimp, Chimp Detective, yep. um, Man Bat, Swamp Thing, and is that it? I think that's I it. I think that's it. That's the core team, at least. I actually love that team. It's such also. a good team. It's it, it, so good. And it's, it's so this is dedicated to like the more magically side of the DC universe, which is like my favorite part of the DC universe. Yeah. Um, some shit's going on. There's some really nasty folks about. I would say. Um a nice way of phrasing it yeah and they're and they're just folks th- there's some messy ass folks there's about bad folks there's a guy there. who's like literally like um he looks like that pokemon uh i don't know his name who he's, he's like, who a, he's looks like, like a, him the the green guy who's like oh goop. swamp thing no the goopy boy oh who, who touches people and they turn they go fucking neon evangelion and explode and shit <laughs> <laughs> this guy he's just like a bunch of entrails that's floating inside of like a human outline he's and really he looks a... like a pokemon yeah he does look like a pokemon remulose what or something kind like of that pokemon he's like an amoeba pokemon that literally is like a floating like skeleton oh. inside of a green thing must and be anyway this is some there's some shot. horrifying shit in this comic people die in like really grisly yeah, ways it's pretty grisly there's lots of like also demon babies in this one they've got yep. an this oh. is a throwback to the last issue, right? These are the these yeah. are the these are the horrors oh, that they, Man was so Bat fucked. was talking about. And the upside down man is super terrifying. Yeah, he's basically just like, mind if I join you? We just got done eating all your friends and family, but we're still fucking famished. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, okay, yeah. yeah he, so these are some real bad actors, man. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of like Pan's Labyrinth type of creatures you know he reminds me a lot of the no face dude with eyes and his hands you know what i mean yeah he's he's very frightening um so i I, i'm struggling to kind of like i i I try to like briefly paraphrase the stuff that goes on here kind of the team is split up yeah um wonder woman and zatanna are off because it's like a new 
it's sort of a new arc. Yeah. The last issue was like the first introducing the arc, I think. I think this is actually technically part one. If we scroll all the way to the back here. But they beat the big baddie of the prior, like, in yeah, two and then issues the, earlier. And then the, la- and then the last issue was them kind of introducing these horrors and kind of like a sort of... We described it as a kind of Tales of the Crypt thing where Man Bat was like going through each yeah. each sort of telling telling that's a right tale. that's right and yeah. was this also the one where uh i can't remember if it was that issue or earlier in the last arc that uh dr fate was there but he that wasn't was, the real dr fate yes that was that was the first arc okay okay yeah. so but this it's still is, this, happening like yes. that part of the yeah, story this, so this is chapter one of a new arc so okay. the last one must have been introducing the new arc kind of like a little they do that sometimes once yeah. you once you wrap and i think this series needed it honestly there was a couple yeah. months break and so to ease you back in, they gave you kind of an issue like that, which was good. Um, and so this this follows uh, Zatanna and, and Wonder Woman. They've broken off from the group. They're kind of investigating some magic shit. Bobo, uh, Detective Chimp, is running his bar. Running his bar like he does. As you do. Um, Man Bat has been investigating these weird um, encounters with the other kind, I think they're called. And Swamp Thing is chilling out in the bar with Bobo. Yeah. I think that's where we're at. Sort of. I think, like... I don't think Swamp Thing himself is actually chilling it, but like his underlings are that he like took over and oh, okay, uh, yeah, some like that. Um, yeah, he had all these little mini Swamp Thing helpers that were just taking drinks to tables. Yeah, I like that. That was awesome. I did like that. Um, so like the team is out of out of contact with each other, but I think we're gonna be getting the team back together in the next couple issues, right? Yeah. So yeah, I uh, yeah, I still didn't really understand where this was going totally it's it's definitely a conflict with the other kind right because the other kind of wonder in the last arc wonder woman let these creatures in to destroy the big bad of the last arc hecate okay and so now they're gonna have to deal with the fallout of that Mm. and i kind of doubt that they're gonna completely wrap this up because these guys are way too fucking scary and cool Mm -hmm. i bet they kill like one of them yeah and then and then kick the others back for a little bit but like no way the upside down man's going. No yep. way that like the I'm I'm if I had to guess, it's either going to be the weird jelly dude or yeah. the um, c- creepy burrowing baby things. Yeah, those one of those two has to go right. <laughs> Woof. And there's a really this this series has like a really nasty kind of yeah. death shit. Like there's a fucking yeah. panel in this where it has it's like a gruesome. it has like a dude just like lifted up from and like a, like a weird like almost it reminds me of like a mind flayer kind of thing with like big like tentacle face and his like head is like surround what's a mind flayer a mind flayer is from like um uh what's the fucking what's that guy's name everyone always talks about him everyone loves him he's like a oh the the co- cosmic horror guy uh, really scary the unknown the ocean is scary cthulhu the fuck is that guy's you, name is like is it a comic book thing no 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 it's an author hp lovecraft yes okay. he's, a, he's a it's a lovecraftian it's a lovecraftian bad guy mind flayers have like they've got their mouths are like squid uh, mouths so they got tentacles okay so like Cthulhu and they shit. yeah and they yeah. wrap their tentacles around your brain and suck your memories uh, okay out. and so like there's this really horrifying panel of like where the guy's like oh you know what fucking happened here in this bar and he like <laughs> shows this image of this like dude who's like got his fucking head getting chomped by this tentacly thing and he's like hiked up and is like yeah wow yikes this is a yikesy comic frankenstein being like eaten by those babies in the last one was pretty rough and and you remember from the first issue remember when they like encountered all those um corpses of people who had tried to do magic 
Yeah. And like there's fucking shit sprouting out of them. So this is a gross comic. But yeah. I kind of I think it's leaning into like the darker stuff of the DC universe, and I'm kind of into it. Yeah, it's like uh, the Immortal Hulk of DC Comics, a but a little bit. bit more magical, I think. Yeah, yeah. Though they did kind of get pretty magical with Immortal Hulk. Yeah. It. Okay, so for me, Immortal Hulk is definitely. I, I could be way off base here. You know, Steve Harvey thinks atheists are serial killers, so I'm a serial <laughs> killer as an atheist. But like, uh, Immortal Hulk seems a lot more religious in kind of like the way that it like deals with its themes like it's like very much like I don't yeah know, like like, like i don't know if this is the right word but like demagogue and like everything is like yeah. very lofty sort of thing where this is like very much like fantastical almost yeah. like almost more wiccan this, yeah. feel, this feels very pagan whereas like uh the Immortal Hulk Immortal feels, Hulk more feels like, like christian. The, the christian demons yeah you know? i get that yeah so it's like it's like it's like this is like magic is very real and magic is all around you and things like that. Whereas like the Christian, the immortal Hulk thing is like, it's not really magic is like, this is like evil manifested and like evil seeps into people. They did literally say in this comic though, in the immortal Hulk comic, they compared gamma radiation to magic. And it was like, they do say that there's a bit of magic to it. Yeah. I actually really liked that part of the comic. I was going to bring that up and totally forgot, but yeah, they talk about, yeah, gamma radiation, it's science until it creates the Incredible Hulk, and then it's kind of magic, and right. we don't really know why. But there, there's still, like, an understanding, there, there's a, it, okay. But it is still more Christian. It's grounded, and, and it's grounded, too. Because yeah, like, and it is like, partially grounded to science, at least. It's only magic because they can't explain it, whereas yeah. this one, it's, like, literal magic. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if you say things backwards, mm-hmm. like Zatanna's whole thing is, do you know that yet? Are all of her spells, if you read them backwards, they they that's what Undo they do them or no? What that's mean? what that's what they all of her spells are. She just says the words backwards that she wants to say. Oh, okay. I'll I'll read them to you, and you'll be like, holy fuck. Yeah, that's weird. Um. Anyway, so that's it for DC Comics this week, and all of our regular comics. We had a couple image like image and indie comics, but uh, we haven't caught up on Gideon Falls, and I think we actually technically dropped Blackbird, and I and I bought it anyway. So whoops. yeah. It Black wasn't Bird. that Blackbird hasn't that been, good. I I love I really love Jen Bartel. She's the artist yeah. and she does all the covers. The art was really she's good. fantastic, but yeah. unfortunately the fucking writing is bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. It I, was. I kept yeah. on waiting for the main character to become redeemable because she's yeah. kind of the first one opens up and she's like, okay, she's kind of a whiny manic pixie dream girl, and I'm like, I don't really like her, but I'm like, okay, but there's room for her to grow, right? Yeah. But then she never really. She's like, I want to be a sexy wizard, and I was like, okay. But then, like five issues in, she's like, "I want to be a sexy wizard," yeah. and you're like, "I." It's just know like it's it. it's the hero's journey yet again, for the umpteenth time. Yeah, but like she hasn't even shown a modicum of any kind of growth. Yeah, but five issues, man. I need to see something. I guess it depends on how long it's going to go. But yeah, I. Do you want to do you want to read fifty issues of this? No, that's, that's what I'm that's saying. What I'm, yeah, is I'm tired of the hero's journey altogether is but the hero's journey is like a simple it's like a simple concept and if you do it right you can you can nail it but like this is i guess but you have to have a lot of other stuff going this ain't on doing for it, it right. to be interesting it's too slow that's the thing is like it's like we know where she's gonna be and i kind of expected her to be like at least kind of like fucking wink wink nudge nudge like she's yeah. on her way but she's just like falling she literally follows a yeah. like a dude wizard around because he's hot yeah and you're like maybe hey you know what Let's let's keep an open mind here. Maybe this comic just isn't written for us. 
Yeah, could be. Maybe it's written for a different demographic and not not for me and you, Dan. Your comics don't have to exist for us. It's true. They could be for dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Or cats. Cats. Or uh mm-hmm. other demographics than uh I don't 30 think year old white men. There's other demographics no, besides 30 year old white right, men. You're right, you're right, you're right. Come on. Jesus Come Christ. On. Well, you had me worried for a second there, Dan. I <laughs> no, was like no, I was like, no. No, no I mean but not really. Right? No, there's only us. There's only us. Okay, let's, let's, let's move on. Dan, let's take a little short break, gather our thoughts, because we got some doozies to talk about. Wow, through. do we. We got some bargain bins, baby. Uh, we'll be right back. Right back. I know that. And is bargain bins, baby. Oh, it's the Bakken bins. You're supposed to say we're back. No. No. Okay. We're not back. But we're it not is, back, but it, it is, is Bakken bins. bins. Shit. Do you know what we didn't do? What? Look up what's coming out next week. Uh, we can one, take another break. One more break, baby. We're yeah. just, it's never going to stop. You just yeah. get on this train. I get to sing the song. And this time, <laughs> this time I'm going to do it uh, the Jurassic Park way. Do we you looked remember it up. what that is? Dinner. Oh, shit. No, I don't. I, I knew it. it. I knew it. Banana, banana, banana. That's what I was singing. That's the Nokia one. It's something like that, right? Oh yeah. Okay, that's gonna be the most generic ringtone. Now that I now that once you said it and played it, I was like, I have seen Jurassic Park three, and I do remember that part. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Ah, so we got some bargain bins this weekend. We do. They are doozies. These are some doozies. We're gonna we're gonna get the shitty one out of the way first. Um. That save is, the best for last. Yeah, save the for best. For sure. Save the best for last, but the middle one is pretty fucking yeah. wild. Yeah. Uh, so, starting off, we have Ultraverse The Solution, number 15. Uh, buck 95. So, if I had a guess, this would be mid-90s. Oh, late 90s. Late 90s. Yeah. It had to been. Late 90s, maybe even early 2000s. Um, this one didn't really have anything super exciting in it, except no. for some like vaguely sexist shit. There was, uh, no, it was very outwardly sexist shit. But yeah, not vague. Sorry, not vague at all. It was but super... it was the con. It was the con. It was trying to discourage it at least. Yeah. So that's a plus. Yeah, because there were I guess. There, there was they were supposed to be b- dumb boys. Right? Yeah. They're like, Look at these dumb boys, and they're saying, why, "Why don't you make some tea for us? I don't listen to women. Women yeah. were made to serve men." And they it's literally like, say that. That's they do. not like I'm reading I'm reading the line out. Um yep. but at the same time I'll never take orders from a woman. Women were made to serve men. Exclamation point. And just to frame it, like these are the bad these are bad guys, and she teaches yes. them a lesson, right? She's like by I, beating the fuck I will, out of them. Which I, I appreciate. Yeah. And and they're like, I oh yeah. She's like, she's like, oh, how about if you can best me in hand to hand combat, then I you I you can be the boss of me in it, governor. And then they attack her, and she like she beats all their British. She, is that just like a Jerry that's a, Flair? That's a Jerry Flair okay. for sure. And um, she beats all their butts, but at the same time, it's like, hey, come on, come on, fucking come on. Yeah. The rest of this was pretty milk toast. I don't know. Nothing really. No, happened. nothing stood out to me. I got really confused because some like invisible lady gets shot. Uh yeah, she gets and, shot by somebody using thermal vision. But is it is it this? And they're trying to cross a border. Should have built a wall, man. So and look at that! Look at that! He just shoots for the boob, man. Oh my gosh! There's Aim like a terrible that. infrared. Uh, she's invisible, but the he's infrared wearing... can see her, Hers. and of course, he's only zooming in on her breasts. 
is she the same lady? What lady is this? Do is she the? I, I didn't know who the fuck this was. I didn't know what was going either. on. Is that I her? No, because but she a, but she's translucent too. Yeah, I think they all were at this at this point in the comic. Those are two different people, right? Yeah, yes. those are two different. This one people. is black hair, and one doesn't. And one's got more open titty. Yeah. Oh man, God. this is just bad. Yeah, this was bad. Yeah, I don't have anything to say about it. It like was so unmemorable. Yeah, and. It was so we gotta, ultraversy. We gotta, we gotta start reading these Ask Dianes because you know these are at the back of every Ultraverse one. Yeah, you're right. Diane was the editor, I think, of Ultraver of Malibu Comics. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to know if Diane actually exists. Yeah, that or is ever oh, existed. Dude, yeah, you know what I mean. Because For she, sure, she's this very like kind of like very nice looking lady. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, but I'm like, Diane, are you real? <laughs> Did you did you ever Do actually you, exist, or were you just like a fat dude that like somebody paid you f- like fifteen dollars a month to use your likeness in the back of their Malibu comics thing? The reason I think it might actually be Diane is because no one actually gave a shit about sexism back in the early nineties. So like, why would they even bother to like put a fake face of diversity? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that they put her face on there for diversity, but she's like a pretty young lady. Oh, you like know what just, I mean. So they were using this likeness. Yes, exactly. So like, yeah, that could be not a kind of like, hey, look, check it out. We have got a lady being the editor, but it's, it's like, like, oh, hey, it's right like, to our right to our hot girl, our and she and she'll talk to you yeah, back maybe. and be like, be like, hey, Diane, are you single? Do you want to go out for pizza with me and and and, <laughs> and read Ultraverse comics and read Ultraverse comics because I haven't talked to a girl in fifteen years. <laughs> Since one was forced to talk to me in high school. Yeah. I'm curious be, if Diane, Diane exists. We should read these because I'm really curious about some of the fucking shit. Who, who, I want to know who would write into the Ultraverse editor. Yeah. And be like, well, Prime is one of my favorite superheroes ever to make. And, you know, I just, I really resonate with him. I mean, uh, you know the answer because Prime is literally a 13 year old boy. Trapped in a very ripped Trapped man's body. Trapped in a body. very ripped man's body, which we are going to get to right now. Speaking of Prime, we've got Prime number 10, and we're not sure if this is a reboot or not because this is Prime, July of 1996. We're also not totally sure if this is offensive or not. Yeah, this is a tough one. This, this is, is a, a tough nut to crack. This is a weird one. We cover the gauntlet, baby. We've got we've got superheroes coming out of the closet. That's right. One of Prime's superhero friends is gay. The capital G, gay word. <laughs> Also, we've got AIDS. We've got some oh, a fucking run to benefit, like a like a yeah, like a, an AIDS benefit run, an AIDS benefit run, and we've got a superhero that talks about AIDS ravaging the African American community. And we should also add that this is a comic that no longer exists. Malibu Comics they went under pretty famously. Yes, because their main creator No, no, no. Are... Okay, okay, you're you're getting a little confused. Okay. Mal- Malibu Comics went under because they did some really really shady shit like yeah. distributing wise. So they sold comics to um like pre-orders to comic book shops in the late 90s and early 2000s yes. and then never sent them. So they took money for comics and they never sent them. But like, then... wasn't there one of the creators like he got arrested for Kid- child pornography. Child pornography. But yep. that was 
two years ago, and Malibu Comics has been out of business okay. since 2001. So they are shaded in controversy for several reasons. Yes. And not the least of which is child pornography. But the weirdest thing about Prime, and that seems to be the one that we pull the most, yep. is like Prime is like a little naked boy instead of a buff strongman's body. And when you realize yeah. that the... It's not just like the leader of Malibu Comics, but the main writer and creator of Prime was a fucking pedophile. Yeah. It puts some weird shit into context that Ugh. you're just like not really comfortable about. It's like, I'm a little boy inside of a girl man's body and i'm naked the whole time and it's yeah. like but big oof they are lgbtq positive which apparently. is so weird uh, okay i'm gonna launch into a tirade here because uh something that's really fat uh, it's not fascinating it's actually really shitty there's something going on you remember gamergate yeah the, the same thing is happening in comics right now it's called comics gate and i don't uh. know what the fuck is wrong with these alt-right incel shitheads and calling everything a gate uh, we're probably going to get targeted on Twitter and Everyone Facebook for this. Everyone is making everything a gate. It doesn't matter so, what side of the spectrum it's on. It's there so, are a billion it's, gates. It's so fucking stupid. They, they're just their whole argument is that like politics and stop forcing diversity into yeah. comic books and like why are you making this character gay? Why are you yeah. making this character black? Why are you making this character a woman? I stop shoving diversity down our throats. Blah blah blah. This isn't the way comics used to be. And then we look at the the way yeah. comics used to be. If you were to take that phrase, <laughs> distill it down to its raw essence, it would bubble out in the most vicious raw untempered form as yeah. like Malibu comics in the late nineties. And they've got a fucking gay character. Yeah. And like a actually like, weirdly enough, decently handled exchange yeah. between the main character and yeah. the fucking dude. Yeah. Like it's cringeworthy. Yes. Because the main character is like, Oh, I, I just, I handled it bad because I kind of thought like, since I'm your friend, maybe you thought of me in like some kind of weird sexy way. But then you're yeah. like, Oh, this is a 13-year-old kid. Right, it's a 13-year-old kid. And that makes kid. sense. And they handle the way that the fucking dude who came out of the closet, I feel like they handled yeah. the way he would respond to that pretty well. He's like, what? why are you being so weird about this, dude? Like, yeah, don't be like, so insecure. It's like, oh, dude, why are you so insecure about this? I didn't this? realize you would be such a baby yeah. about it kind of thing. And, and Yeah, that was pretty great. That, yeah. That actually was handled pretty well, I it, thought. It's super, super weird. So the whole the whole point of this comics is that like the the ultras that's what the heroes are called in yeah. the ultraverse oh god it's weird Ugh. that we know that much about this yeah. but they call them ultras in the ultraverse and so it's an ultra race off so the fastest ultra wins money and it's all to benefit aids research and the a superhero like, uh, it's like in dc when uh superman raised the flash sure yeah. yeah that kind of big event thing and it's all to raise awareness for aids and my one of my favorite fucking panels is when because he, he doesn't realize it's an aids thing and he shows up and he just goes aids <laughs> it's just one fucking panel where he's turning around and he just says aids, AIDS in all capital question mark exclamation question. point yeah it's just so wild uh, yeah um we've got a character who shows up who talks about how aids has ravaged the black community and i'm like what what, what, what yeah. <laughs> what's going on yeah this is the most edgelordy comic available in the 90s like everyone <laughs> is ripped dudes and it's all just yeah AIDS? AIDS. <laughs> but yeah so the fact that it appeared in this is hilarious to me but also like cool kind of kind of laudable like, in a weird way like in a it, weird way yeah it's like it's it's like the main character did not handle it well no but, but they they fucking addressed feel, yeah. why he didn't handle it well yeah. and i was like and they I'm gave sitting, him shit for it and i'm scratching my head i'm like were the is people this who, progressive <laughs> i was like is oh, the people who wrote this like actually like doing something yeah hey, I, if you if you held this comic up to the light now yeah it would not 
you know what I mean? It would just light on fire, right? Oh, yeah, the, the, for magna- sure. the magnifying lens of social media but would just time, light this motherfucker on fire. But yeah, like this for the time, like this was talking about some shit that I did not expect, and they actually handled it well. Yeah, and coming from like going to a Christian school my entire life, that is exactly the reaction that thirteen-year-old boys would have had. Like I, it, it was a little weird to me that like a thirteen-year-old kid didn't know what gay people were, but like yeah, I guess in the I remember talking to my mom about this when I was yeah. when I was young, and my mom was like, "When I grew up, I didn't know gay people existed until I went yeah. to college." And I was like, oh, "Fuck! <laughs> Did you not know that gay people existed until you went to college?" But like, it's just different times. Yeah, you know? honestly, I think till the mid '90s, that was probably understandable because I don't think it really came into the limelight for a lot of people. Yeah, the '90s until handled, the AIDS epidemic. Yeah, the '90s handled gay stuff like. Gay stuff. I'm like whatever. <laughs> what whatever. I've had like I've had like se- I've had like several beers. We're trying I'm, our best. We're trying our best. Uh, the '90s handled gay stuff like super weird because like <laughs> y- you ever watch Friends? No. Fucking Friends, man. That's like the one of the most homophobic TV shows I've ever seen. Dude, every sitcom. They're like, I- I'm not gay. Laugh track <laughs> erupts, and you're and like, they like, and then they spend the rest of the episode like trying to prove. Like their completely fragile ideal of masculinity. It's so, fuck, it's so fucking weird, and and like to have this comic that's like doesn't have mainstream appeal do yeah. this kind of weird, <laughs> I would almost say subtle fucking thing. Mm-hmm. This I is just, literally, and we've been pulling Ultraverse. We don't know anything about Ultraverse outside of the bargain bins that we've pulled. So the fact that, and we've only pulled the bargain and, bins and because normally, they're so bad. And it's normally so terrible. Like, yeah. he's just like, oh, damn, you're really pretty. And it's just like a, like a shot like, of like a girl's tits or yeah, something like that. And it's usually like, like a dude, yeah. like, I don't know, borderline assaulting a woman or not borderline assaulting a woman. Just straight up. But yeah, the fact that it was in this is astonishing. And then at the end, it's just like... His friend is just like you know why you're why you've always been my friend is you just see people as people and doesn't and it doesn't yeah. matter who they are. I was just like, <laughs> what? It's just floored. It was a it's a, it's like this weird thing and I can't yeah. believe that I accidentally pulled this, but I'm glad that we did. Yeah, it's like that one time we got the Trump the, origin the story. Trump origin story. Yeah, not quite as good. Not quite as good. But this but might be as good. This is not better. This I think is as good. This <laughs> coming up. Okay, we have um. I can't even, I time can't even, traveler i time or traveler AI? I, it's i, I. I think okay. it, her her name is i okay i pulled it uh because of the cover if if, if i could <laughs> if we could get like episode thumbnails i would put this cover as our episode thumbnail it's it, the earth between this anime girl's butt crack yeah it's like inside of her ass <laughs> it's threading and needle. she's in a bikini this is the horniest book we've ever got. I can't believe this exists. It's literally <laughs> pornography. It's the first I didn't realize this, so I pulled the cup for the cover and then <laughs> I sat down with Dan on the couch. We opened it up and the first page is just people fucking in tits everywhere. <laughs> and it's okay, so it's <laughs> it's super anime. It's like what I think this actually was a manga that was it translated. Was, yeah. So it, it was is, translated. It was originally made in Japan. <laughs> Which makes total sense. The entire story about this is they even say that this is a water world like universe. Yeah, like so, they compare it to the Kevin Costner movie, Waterworld. Uh, it's like, oh, it's Waterworld. It's Waterworld, but uh, but there's naked women, eh? There's a fu- 
There's a group of pirates, uh, and they're um, captained by, what do they call her, the Luscious yeah. Eye? Yeah. The Luscious, the luscious eye, eye, who wears nothing but a bikini the entire time. Yep. Until her very horny crewmates pull the bikini off. And this is all because she, <laughs> she's wearing a necklace that makes people horny? Yeah. That's the whole point. Uh, she's wearing a necklace that makes people horny. And she's like, oh no, oh god, <laughs> all these people are horny around me. <laughs> but also, doesn't it, like, I, I it, wait, it, So it makes people horny, but okay. then it harnesses yes. their horny energy. Yes. Uh, and so eventually she's running She's running away from all of her horny crewmates because she's like, we don't have time for this, the world's ending. And then eventually <laughs> she's just like, you know what, fuck it, the world's gonna end anyway, we might as well bang. So they have and a so giant orgy. It's a huge orgy. That somehow cracks this stone that's ending the world. It's like generating a black hole or something like Like that. Like through her necklace. Her necklace harnesses the power of all the people fucking. fucking, Yeah. And then it breaks the object of humanity. My favorite part is when the old man appears out of nowhere and goes, Perhaps the machine cannot bear the ecstasy power of so many. (laughs) And she just goes, Where Where did you come come from? from? It's weird because this is fucking funny. None of the dialogue in this made any goddamn sense <laughs> at all. Ay, ay, ay. And so basically they all just bang. They all bang. But it's like softcore banging, like mostly. Yeah, they don't actually show like, it's not. I mean, she's very naked yeah. the whole time. But the like, most that it shows is topless women, and some, which is still but, more than we expected. Yeah. But it's not literal But she's she's in like a sex pose, so it's implied that she's getting banged, but there's no participant. Yeah, in it's like uh it's like uh fuck, what are those what's Sailor the... Moon, Ma- Magic Girls no, Transformation. I was, no, I was thinking oh. of uh what's that channel that only showed showed softcore pornography? Oh, just like the softcore porn channels. I don't know what the names no, are. No, there was like an actual one that like Cinemax, that was it. Oh, okay. Like back in the day, and it just just showed softcore pornography. This is like that. I just love that the entire time she's trying to be like, be like, we need to save the world, and yeah. everyone around her just wants to bang. Just wants to bang, yeah. So I think in the end of this, she dies. So she sort of dies. She I gets think a, she's like trapped in hell or something. She gets but sucked up into some white light or something. So like they that. they use the cosmic power of people orgasming to. Like so merge, I don't know to like destroy a parallel universe or merge parallel. No, the Earth time travels. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Did they generate it. enough power to warp time and space? Yeah. it's huge. If it swallows us, the whole Earth's gonna time travel, and then yeah. and then she goes yes, but then she gets sucked up into the thing. But then she gets sucked up into hell. My favorite, my favorite is everyone's safe except for I, and then this guy goes, "Damn, she sure was sexy." <laughs> What 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 a what a waste! <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then and then the last part—it's the most anime thing. She just—they're all like, oh, "I guess we're gonna have to fuck in this new world to reproduce." They do say that, right? Because it's like it's like a, yeah. after after some, it's gonna yeah, take some do. time, mm-hmm. but their new generation will soon be born. And yep. then and then, so they're like, "Oh, well, I guess we're gonna have to fuck in this new paradise." And then yeah. it cuts to like her being like, "You're not planning to kill me, are you?" And then, and then she's, she, like, being sucked into a time she's hole. She's, like, sucked into, like, a wormhole, yeah. Time Traveler issue 13. I just, I desperately need to know if there's a 14. How dark of a human being do you have to be where, like, someone disappears into a possibly infinite eternal hell and your first thought is, damn, she was hot. 
Yeah, he it's pretty fucked up. Pretty and he was one of her up. crew member, yeah. I'm pretty sure, right? Is he like had a personal relationship with her? Yeah, like like so like some of her some of these people were her like former crew members because yeah. they show up on the boat. Yeah, yeah, it was him. Yeah, the you're big right. guy yeah, with yeah, the harpoon, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Damn, she sure was sexy." And you're like, "This guy literally looks like the guy from Full Metal Alchemist." Oh, dude, he totally does. Maybe it is him. Could be the, the most ambitious crossover oh, event yeah. of 1994 wow Oof. that blew my mind from the director of outlaw star what shan manic princess i actually liked outlaw star i, I mean, actually it was, did too it doesn't age well it does not age well but like i still will watch it and enjoy it me and rob were watching that shit in college and there is actually one porny yeah the where they, where they go where they go where they go to, they go the, to the beach the beach and there are anime titties in it and we were watching it, and my roommate Tim, who is like a conservative Christian, <laughs> his lady friend, who is now his wife, who is also a conservative Christian, showed up with her family. Weird how that works. While we were watching that one episode, the only episode of that entire series that is sexually suggestive at all. That's funny. Oh my god, it was it was painful. That's really funny. That was some cringe um speaking of cringe we got to take one more break i don't know why that's cringe i mean probably because we've taken so many breaks cringe, already dude, like, I, uh, these guys uh, need another break don't you just hate it when you say something to a cute girl and you're like oh they cringe doodle yeah please okay here we are we're back all right we're back um, gonna talk to you guys about what we're excited about next week. Next week. It's a pretty light week next week, right? It ben? is a very no, light week. A light week. A light, light, light week. Yes. Like a, like a, yes. like a refreshing aperitif. Yes. You know, like a f- fucking f- crisp. Yeah. Dry, dry. A dry. A dry, crisp white wine. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna talk to you about something and I'm gonna derail this because I know we're trying to wrap this up. Okay. But I had gin today i took a little sip i drank it neat new amsterdam have you ever had new amsterdam gin? i have it's actually very good okay i was like not expecting i sniffed it and i was like oh you know i got the shivers or whatever and i was like hey it's not very good but then i drank it and i was like holy fuck like this is like it's like sweet and citrusy gin is very good i like gin i realized that recently that i know nothing about it because Mm -hmm. gin gets real weird Cause like you can get. Did you know gin is just vodka? Yeah, it's with... it's vodka that's that they they steep. It's basically a tincture. Herbs. Yeah, they steep herbs in it. Yep. But uh, crazy. Yeah, but a lot of yeah, you can get some real weird gins, man. Yeah, like, like artichokes and juniper yeah. berries and peppercorns, yeah. and you're like, wow, wow. Like I'm trying wild. to build my liquor shelf, and I'm like, how the fuck. Do I possibly... What kind of gin do I buy? What kind of gin do I what buy? Kind of That's exactly what I asked my local gin dealer. Jared's <laughs> showing me Time Traveler Eye. I love it. That was, um, a, that was a good book. I'm glad we pulled it. Yeah, me too, man. What are we excited? Uh, comics are going to come out February 20th, they are. Uh, 2019. We can't stop it. The fucking, you know, time just keeps marching on, Dan. We're yep. getting older and the older. Relentless march of time. Ever forward. Killing Ever all forward. Of us. Um, shit we're excited about for next week is on the left. Dan's okay. scrolling right now. I think he just wants anyway. to look at some horny covers. I just want to look. No, there, are some, covers. there are some good covers. There Avengers are. number 15. If I can get that Captain Marvel with the girl on the stoop. Yeah. I'm going to get it. 
Yeah. I'm going to get that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're yeah. we're excited yeah. for Age of X-Men, Amazing Nightcrawler number one, because we kind of like this yeah. Amazing X-Men thing. Yeah. Some kind of fun stuff going the on. Age there. of X-Men, as poorly titled as it is, it's got some good, uh, good ideas going for it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Dan, what about Friendly ha- Neighborhood oh, Spider-Man? Love me the Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. It's and the how, best. About, how about the cover, right? Yeah, the cover's great, too. Let me find it. It's all good. Oh, yeah, he's, like, melting. You know, that's such a good oh, cover. Oh, and it's, and it's, it's not even a, it's on fucking a canvas. canvas. Yeah, it's not even a variant cover, so we're just going to get that, baby. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Damn, not that's not a variant. Son. That's the regular S. They must really believe in that. Unless I, that issue sucks. Oh, yeah. And are like, ooh, this issue sucks. Get the canvas. Someone break up. I'm not going to do that bit again. That was pretty good. It was a good bit. Yeah. But, uh, but Middle West number four. Die. We haven't talked about Middle West yet on uh, this podcast. Because I don't remember we, much about it at all. We haven't read it. Oh, that's why. <laughs> that's why you don't remember right. it. Yeah, right. it's some kind of it's a it's a Midwest slice of life thing, but some um, wild shits going on, and a kid doesn't like his dad. Yeah. So, daddy issues. Yep. Magic. Yep. All the stuff we like, baby. Everything. Uh, and then I think. The last thing we're really excited about is Aquaman number 45, right? I'm still kind of excited about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number two. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Gal- I forgot yeah. I forgot that was coming out. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy number two, two. I'm kind of intrigued by the whole, like, Thanos is dead, but he's coming back, and no one knows whose body he's put. He's uploaded his consciousness yeah. into somebody. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued by that whole thing. Yeah, that's so, good. I'm that's good. I forgot, that. I forgot about that one. So that one's good. Um, yeah. and, and then Aquaman, Aquaman 45. Yeah. It's a light week next week, so we might dabble in some more experimental shit. Shit. uh we might pick up like a, like a graphic novel or something if we're feeling real light and or and maybe like talk about our feelings if we're like really scraping the bottom just yeah i mean like no one wants to hear that <sighs> then but if we, we get into it man we're uh, gonna deep get deep into it uh-huh. lots of feelings well dan let's uh take this out we both have about a gulp of beer left yeah. would you like to clink it with me and send this thing Send this thing out. All right. That's fair. Hey, cheers, mate. Cheers. Thanks for the good podcast. Thanks for the okay podcast. Thanks for the mediocre middling podcast. Yeah. Three, uh, thank three you. stars at five. Three. I'd give it. Yeah, I'd give this a two, two, <laughs> two and a half out of five. That's about right. That's pretty good. Thank you so much for joining us for uh, Craft Comics episode number three. I don't know. We sh- I should feel like we should have some like a some, sign out. Yeah, some music playing right now. Like, I'm Jared Moore, and this is Ah, you know, hey guys, it's been really good. You know, thank you so much for joining us. This is Jarrett Moore and Dan McHugh signing out. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week.